2: And the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative radio is coming for you.
3: Okay. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner, from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening on cooperativeradio.com. and I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan.
4: Hello, American patriots.
3: All right, Susan, what are we talking about this evening?
4: On Sundays, we start with a prayer, then the ups and downs for the week, and the police state meets the feds, and regulations sock because we didn't get to it last show. Please put on the gorilla tape for this one. You're not going to believe this regulation. Followed by, they blinded me with science, and what are the unions up to if we get to it?
3: All right. It is Sunday, so it's time for prayer. This is my prayer. (laughs) He wrote it. O my Lord, my God, and Creator, I wish to thank you for my life. I wish to always try and make you proud. I will endeavor to always do your will. But if I take the wrong fork in the road, I will trudge back towards the fork, no matter the hardship, so that I may tread down the right path towards you, my God. Amen. Amen. The ups and downs for the week.
4: Uh, no, before you go to the ups and downs, you have to tell the rat story. No, I don't. Come on. Tell him about the rat. <laughs> it's funny. It's not funny. And <laughs> it's <is> funny.
3: <laughs> you. It- most of you people listening don't have any idea what a pack rat is. No, they uh, don't. <laughs> they're paying. They they, they get, it, they get it and they make messes of everything. They steal your stuff and put it in their nest, and then they leave you a stick in its place. They give you a present. Yeah, stick. <laughs> um,
4: it's a big problem out west.
3: <laughs> yeah, they, they're very destructive. And w- when you got cheap. one, you got to get rid of them fast because if the male comes, he starts making nests everywhere to attract the females. And yeah, the-,
4: the females don't make the nests. The males do.
3: Yeah. And then if they, the first time we didn't know what it was, we thought it was cute, so we left it alone. And, uh, <laughs> that it is cute. That did not turn out well for us at all. <laughs> so we got this, we've tried all kinds of things rat traps. We even, as a last straw, tried poison, and I didn't want to, and I'm still paying for that. But anyway, so I caught, I got a humane trap, and it, this is really good at catching them. So, and I don't know why, but they like those blue rags that you buy, those like paper shop- towel rags. No, they're shop. Shop rags,
4: yeah, shop rags. Uh,
3: they love those things. So I just take a piece of it, I put it in there as bait, <laughs> and sure enough, we caught it. And we have obviously got a new one. So I I took it and I put it in the truck this, mor- <laughs> Dro- this morning. I <laughs> drove, drove it way the- far, far <laughs> away.
4: <laughs> yes, because us conservatives are so mean, we didn't kill it.
3: Then I go to I I park and I walk. It had to be thirty feet from the truck, and I open it up, and the thing just sits there.
4: It didn't want to
3: leave the cage, so I had to pick it up and shake it out. And then once it finally got out, it it was like I don't know, it didn't want to leave. So I was screaming at it and you know <laughs> running and jumping and making all kinds of gesticulations, <laughs> and and it ran it ran away from me. And so I turned around and walked towards the truck. And as i walked towards the truck, I see out of the corner of my eye this zoom, zooming towards my truck, and gets to the back of my tire and is in a position that he's going to leap up onto the tires to get back into the truck, right? It, luckily, there's no way to get back in the truck from the back. So I jumped in really fast and gunned it, took off. Uh, I don't know what happened to the, the, I don't know if I ran the thing over or threw it. I don't know what happened or I jumped in panic. You know? But it wanted to come back home. It didn't want, it didn't want to be left out there. It's like, put put me back in the cage. Um, Did you
4: bring the cage back?
3: Yeah, it's in the truck.
4: Okay. Yes, yeah, so us conservatives. We're so heartless and cruel. We want to throw Granny over the cliff. We want to shoot pack rats and poison them and kill them. Yeah, no, we're conservationists. Okay. You
3: have to kill pack rats. Have to. <laughs> because well, or get rid of them. get rid of them like we do. <laughs> uh, because it they t- they just they, they multiply really fast and they're very very destructive. I mean, they're helpful too. Archaeologists have found their giant pack rat mounds they make these if they have enough time they make ma- gigantic mounds and anyway they found them in this cave and it must i don't know how many pack rats must have been contributing to it over the years but as they went layers they discovered historical things because the pack rat steals things from us and puts it in there
4: they like shiny things yeah. so they, and fa- colorful they can things. find out, they
3: can find out all kinds of things like vegetation and all kinds of information it's kind of interesting and neat uh, but you don't want your place turned into a pack rat den.
4: So. No. And they are very agile. They've literally oh, climbed the uh, the uh, ladder that's behind the RV, <laughs> got up onto the roof, and body slammed themselves into the vents. And got the screen into the on RV the vents
3: and knocked the screen down and, and got, get back in.
4: Yeah. I, I, I was fir- Both
3: of them have done. The first one did it? I was amazed. I actually saw. <laughs> the second one did it, too. It must be <laughs> There's, they're just like any way to get in, you know.
4: I literally saw the pack rat climb the ladder. It I was like, "It You're would probably be help if we
3: clean the screens, <laughs> because we, it's in the kitchen, and so all oh, the screens, the, the vent screens on the roof, they're they're full of you know grease and stuff from cooking, and it probably attracts them."
4: Well, that's so. our ratatouille story.
3: <laughs> yeah, but now we're gonna have to uh, clean and what do you call that stuff? That stuff that makes the smells go away. Ah. Spray that all over the screens. <laughs> Neutralize the smell so maybe it won't attract any more.
4: Okay, so now that we've, like, scared a bunch of people away with our Ratatouille story, we're going to scare a bunch of people away again with a <laughs> another controversial story. And But I have to keep doing them, Brian. I, I'm just a glutton for the punishment.
3: Yeah, and, I've, and though I've got this computer working fine for reading text for the show... I'm really finding it hard-pressed to do anything else. It just doesn't. Well, it might help when I put more memory in it. Memory's pretty cheap, especially that old stuff. Uh, it's just it's an old XP box, and it was a cheap one at that. Um, I'm. I'm. This is a Dell, and I'm very familiar with Dell's work. And this thing is a was a bare bones box to begin with. So. But, you know, I like to try and repurpose them. So.
4: Again, evil conservatives. We throw everything out.
3: And if you wonder how I do that, I use certain builds of Linux. <laughs> Linux has very lightweight stuff you can use. and But its I'm a power user. That's the problem. It's not so much the programs as it is all the audio work I do. So, uh, so far I haven't got audacity to... That's the program I use to edit my stuff uh, and record the show locally. So I can't get that to work yet. But, you know, I haven't spent much time at it. I just, I, I got too much to do, I guess. I don't like to turn this computer on until I have to because it takes a lot of power. And we're up, you know, we're off the grid. And with that, I'm going back to the ups and downs for the week and up. From Fox News, these newlyweds are going to pot. John Ellidge and Whitney Alexander's wedding earlier this month in Oregon featured a smoke tent, complete with 13 different strains of marijuana that guests could sample with the help of a bud tender. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about yet, it's marijuana.
4: <laughs> it said 13 different strains know, of marijuana. I uh, know,
3: but it's a smoke tent for marijuana, not for cigarettes. But what's really funny is half the people listening, at least, don't, don't know what go, what that phrase is, going to pot. It's a, it's an old phrase, you know, let it go to pot. And I really don't know why. I know what it means, but I don't know why you say it that way because it makes no sense to me. But it, it, it's like, you know, going going to the, going to the birds. To the you
4: know, and this was a lot more expensive than a regular bar. Because of the taxes on this stuff that they're doing oh, to yeah. well, this new they, industry. If they're not
3: selling it, then. But uh, they, they, they sold it to the couple.
4: I'm saying it's probably a lot, of, a lot more money than a bottle of vodka.
3: Well, you got to buy lots of bottles to have a wedding, dear. That's true. <laughs> Especially if I show up. Uh, if I show up, you're doomed. The bar's doomed. I, close... <laughs> I, mean, I had a very expensive ca- castle that uh, my friend got married in and he had an open bar and uh at the time i was drinking scotch and so uh i just i i just kept drinking it and drinking scotch like i normally do you know was dancing a lot though and uh then finally the guy got look we don't have any more <laughs> i was like well what do you have and so you, i forget where you, what i've decided on whether i went with a different kind of whiskey or whatever but yeah, no, I, I totally finished off their bottles of scotch and, and was on to the other stuff. Uh, I wasn't even tipsy.
4: Yeah, no, you don't get you're a big dude and I you gotta look you're an Irishman. You I got was dancing high top, on top <laughs> on of it. top of it too.
3: You get get an Irishman at a party, you know. There's two kinds. They're either a junk and they're mm-hmm. gonna get in a fight or
4: you can't knock them down. You
3: can't You can't drink them under the table.
4: <laughs> I was telling my friend Deb, she goes, oh, he's the type of Irishman you can't drink under the table. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> people have tried.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, people that knew me for a long time, one of the guys at the table that I was sitting at, he was totally amazed by this. He thought it was impressive as hell. I'm like, really? On all the things you can find impressive about me, it's that I could drink a lot of alcohol without getting drunk. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's amazing. I can't, I've never seen anything like it. You're not even tipsy. I'm like, yeah, well, I've been, I've been dancing. He goes, that doesn't explain it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to do it again. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> back to the, the wedding that's going to Pot. The groom, who works as a professional marijuana grower in California, said guests at the August 8th nuptials were thrilled by the couple's version of an open bar, according to a Tribune media report. Uh, well, you can tell that at least their friends probably all smoke marijuana too, and uh, but family usually not. I, uh, a whole family that's happy about smoking marijuana, I, it's kind of unusual, isn't it?
4: Yeah, wait till you read the next, the next one.
3: The oldest person in the tent was an 81-year-old woman who hadn't smoked weed since the 60s. She loved it, said Elledge. Yes, and uh, someone tells Savage to stop saying stupid things like, the strains are so much stronger than when you grow up. No, they're actually so much weaker than when you were t- doing it. Uh, because they purposely lower the amount of THC in medical marijuana. And I
4: bet her arthritis was feeling so well that she was dancing up a storm.
3: She she might have went out and got herself a card. <laughs> I said, man, I haven't felt this good since the 60s. That's
4: true. It really does. It's, it really helps pain. It does.
3: it does. It does all kinds of different things. There's hundreds of thousands of <laughs> cannabinoids in them uh, that are that we, turns out, have receptors all over our body for. Someone tell me why we have cannabinoid connect receptors if we weren't meant to smoke marijuana.
4: Well, and this is also freedom, you know. This is the state decided this. The couple decided. The family thought
3: they were. It's it's liberty. Yes. <laughs> Who cares what they do at their own wedding? Frankly, uh, as long as you don't make someone participate that doesn't want to, because we're not like homos. Oh no, I homosexuals and me. I, I'm pissed. <laughs> not. Not individual homosexuals, but, you know, the verbal ones. The ones that are always out there advocating for more special treatment. And anybody that doesn't accept them exactly the way they want to be accepted has to pay. And they said they're going to go to war with us after this, after the decision with the Supreme Court, Yeah, with the weddings. They're going to make heterosexuals suffer and feel the pain. Well, I say we make them feel the pain. Just shut them down, treat them like crap if they open their mouth. Alage and Alexander are part of a growing trend that replaces toast with a toque. According to New York Times, the recent Colorado wedding of Lauren Macelles and Bradley Melschenker included gift bags for guests that included a pre-rolled joint, a lighter, and cannabis-infused lip balm. Marijuana buds and leaves adorned table centerpieces. <laughs> this
2: is great.
3: And the prize bouquet grew boutonniere, the paper reported. <laughs> At Get High Getaways, a bed and breakfast in Denver, smoking pot is not only permitted but encouraged. Dale Dyke, who runs the place with his wife, Chastity Osborne, told the New York Times.
1: Look,
4: it's a new niche. It's a new market. It opened up of a whole... Of course it's a new market. It, this is what... We are experiencing technical difficulties. If you are on the phone, please stay on the phone. If you are listening, please continue listening. Brian will be right back. Free market. And freedom.
3: Right. And free market. (laughs) Anyway, Oregon and Colorado are two of the four states. The others are Washington State and Alaska. I don't know why uh, they would put it that way. That allow recreational pot use with 20 states allowing its use for medical purposes. Still, not everyone is high on the idea. Penny Erickson.
4: We are experiencing technical difficulties. If you are on the phone, please stay on the phone. If you are listening, please continue listening. Brian will be right back.
3: ...professional people, and I just don't see CEOs getting stoned, she said. It's a family event with Grandma and Grandpa adding, and you don't want them to get shocked. Well, Grandma was, grandma was having a ball. <laughs> Nobody was shocked. See, it all depends on what kind of people you have in your family. Whether you have stuck-up, you know, white people that stick up their backside, or they have someone that's live and let live, freedom is great, I don't care. You know, And uh, or I will to try anything once. You know, that kind of thing. But I'll tell you one thing. I bet the tables were really impressive because I, if you go online and look at a lot of the pictures – of the strains that they they highlight, they're very colorful, and they're all different. And it's, so, if they put it under the right lights, which I'm sure they did, it probably looked pretty neat.
4: You know, this person too, because it's this is a new niche, she's seeing a threat to her traditional wedding planning.
1: There's
3: no threat to traditional. For people that want traditional. Not everybody wants a pot wedding.
4: I understand that, but this is something that, like, they would have to. If it wasn't legal, they would go to a traditional wedding planner. Do you see what I'm saying? But now she lost that because it's legal so they can go someplace else.
3: They still need a wedding planner.
4: But they don't need her because <laughs> she won't do it.
3: Well, she's not she's not down with it, but that's uh, why is she upset? If you don't want to work on weddings that include a marijuana theme, then don't. Uh, Obviously, you're not worried about losing the money, right? She seems to be worried about losing the money, losing the business. Well, then she should uh, uh, pull the stick out of her backside and go ahead and plan pot-themed weddings. Well, maybe you could, maybe she could take on a partner that specializes in pot-themed weddings. See, that's how that's how you create jobs. Free market. Right. It always works. It's, oh my god, I'm a, I'm a market anarchist. Yes, I am. Free market. It doesn't have to be anarchy, but it fits the, the term. It means to keep the government out of it. To the extent of, I want no government involvement. Zero in the market. Zilch, nada. No regulations whatsoever, because there's nothing in the Constitution that allows for it anyway. Uh, they could do other things to destroy the the country and the economy, like tariffs, but uh and all, all kinds of other excise taxes but this is the way I look at it. If we get the country back, the republic back, I say, leave it let's just wipe it out, leave it at zero, let the free market actually happen, and then see if, if anything needs tweaking down the road. But let's not do like preemptive regulation because we're worried this might happen nonsense. Uh, you just stay out of the way and let it go. And I'm telling you, it's, it'll help poor people. Poor people, working class people, middle class would all benefit greatly from this, much more than the rich people. Everyone thinks that oh, would no, help rich people. No, actually, all those regulations protect rich people. All the big businesses, they're protected by the regulations. They've already made it. You try and do what they did now, you can't do it unless you have a lot of resources and a lot of money. And they do that on purpose so that you can't come in and compete with them. Just like they do with the gerrymandering in the districts for the elected cockroaches. It's the same thing. Get the government out of planning all this nonsense. Just get them out of it. And who decided political parties would decide where to draw district lines? District lines don't even need to be changed until the populations change to the point where you you have to carve out another district because you can only have so many people per district. But I say all districts should be rectangular or square in nature. You should see the way... They they make those lines so they get all the many people as they possibly can that vote Democrat or Republican in that spot. And yeah, you you people that vote Democrat, if you don't think if you think Republicans are the only ones that do this, you are nuts. As a matter of fact, the Democrats have done it much more than Republicans because they were in power for for about forty years. Um. Anyway, I...
4: so that was enough? up.
3: I thought it was. An up, up, up. Good. <laughs> All right, an up, down from New York Post. This Hamptonite wants Hillary Rotten Clinton behind bars and had to put his signs saying so behind an electric fence. <laughs> Andy Sabin's first Hillary for Prison 2016 signs <laughs> lasted little more than a day before they were stolen from in front of his... I'm against at home, I'm against at Long Island. no kidding I'm against at home last week, so Savin took steps to make sure the placards were secure this, this stealing of people's yard signs it happens everywhere all the time, It even happens here. I love because that sign. left and it's usually and it's always the left because they can't stand they can't stand to lose they can't stand to to give us a chance. They can't stand to do anything clean. everything with them is dirty. the ends justify the means. Winning is all that matters, and they—they'll do anything to it.
4: I love he made this sign,
3: Hillary Clinton for for prison
4: twenty sixteen.
3: Should have made a bunch of them and sold them.
4: Actually, well, I'll let you finish.
3: <laughs> uh, the red, blue, and white signs now sit atop a pair of twelve foot poles behind an electric fence with yellow warning signs. A surveillance camera keeps watch. Oh my lord. <laughs> It should have said "end." Who are these? Why do people pay these people to write? I really. Uh, signs he put up in 2008 supporting John McCain's presidential bid were also taken, said Seven. Well, you're not too, you're not too uh, savvy, I can see on conservative values. More of a voting R kind of person, huh? Supporting John McCa- Real McCain. Jeb Bush supporter who runs a precious metals refining business. Jeb Bush, and John McCain. Uh, why are we talking about this man?
4: I don't know, but it- this <laughs> is a
3: definite. This that's a definite. The, I know down, the rat- down.
4: there's two things. The rats are jumping Jeb's ship, and Killary came out. Hillary came out and said she's for medical marijuana now.
3: Oh, well, she's for anything to get somebody to show up at her events. She has to pay crowdsourcing to fill her venues with people. And she's got to make sure none of the people are going to ask her the wrong questions or um, have, you know, an agenda other than hers. And you wonder why there's very little people at her event. She excludes almost everybody (laughs) because nobody's as crazy as she is. Uh, not, not in the, you know, general areas of her, of her thing. Amagansett is a really richy rich kind of place. It's right by the Hamptons. Uh, we used to go out to Amagansett a lot. Actually, I used to have to drive through it to go to the fishing boat. Anyway, um, she says living in a town, uh, he says living in a town with a lot of left-wing wackos. That's what happens. <laughs> it's Long Island, New York. One of the local left-wingers is Clinton herself. She and her husband, Bill, are vacationing in Amagansett this summer.
4: Oh, that must have been great driving by his place. It's a 12-foot high sign telling you you need to be put in jail. That's, oh, that's they precious.
3: Pu- they don't necessarily have to drive by his house.
4: Yeah, but everybody's talking about it in there, and it's not a well, big Well, they might. <laughs> they, they,
3: they might have to go check it out if they're curious, you know.
4: That's precious.
3: Yeah, it's not really that precious. <laughs> I just think she's extremely dishonest. And if you look at the polls, the public agrees. She's even just dis- the problem is she's dishonest for a politician, even for a politician. She's dishonest. She they're just lying pieces of crap. The Clintons, they don't care about anybody but themselves. Oh, yes, she wants to give everyone health care. Like Obama, they care. They don't really care. Obama doesn't care about you. Hitler, he doesn't care about you. All they care about is power and money. And you can tell by the way they jet all around the world, whether it's Hitler and her husband or or husband alone going to the island of humping little boys. Um, You didn't remember that? Yes, he actually went there. Why would he go there? I thought he liked girl. I thought he grown women. What's with the little boy stuff? Well, maybe he likes little girls. Who knows? Anyway, they spend an awful lot of money, don't they? For being broke, remember the Clintons are broke, dead, dead broke. Just flying in private jets all over the place. They're not broke. They live off their CGI, Clinton Global Initiative. All the money gets washed through there, and then they use. The jet that belongs to it. They get. They uh. They pay for the food. They pay for everything. All their expenses are paid. So basically, they don't have to have any money. They they've got a giant international organization full of billions of dollars. Isn't that wonderful? Well, the good news is I don't think Hitler is going to make it to the election. I mean, she's not. Actually, she's not even looking that good. She looks kind of tired, and. And she seems like she's she's old. She seems like she's dialing it in. I mean, do you ever see a talk? She's boring. She's she's got a tone that's just off-putting. It is. It's. I, I can't explain it. it. Just it just doesn't work. Her, her whole body or affect, nothing works. And I think finally everyone's going. Well, Bill, Bill's a charmer. You know, he got away with a lot because he's a charmer. She's not a charmer. She's a witch. She's a raging bitch. From the people that know her the best. That's what they call her. That's why I call her Hitlery Rotten Clinton. What? Do you want me to move on?
4: No, 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 no. you got to finish this.
3: He compared the former First Lady's email scandal to that of XCI director David Petraeus who was hit earlier this year with two years probation and a $100,000 fine for sharing classified information with his lover, Paula Broadwell. Remember that? People should feel bad about someone like Petraeus, a hero, getting in so much trouble, and this woman, nothing happened to her. Nothing yet. Nothing yet, Saban. Calm down. He's fuming. Saban put up his signs Monday morning. He took them in that night, but when they went back up Tuesday, trouble followed. One was stolen that morning. The other was gone by 4 p.m.
4: A 12-foot pole.
3: Electric fence. (laughs) Electric fence. People have been... That's serious, by the way. That's serious. (laughs) That's trespassing. And they're committing a crime, another crime called theft, while trespassing. If they happen to have a firearm on them, that's felony. But either way, it's a misdemeanor for just trespassing. And then there's the, the theft, which is not that much money, so I have another misdemeanor. But uh, the fact that they went through such greats to keep going into his property and stealing it would probably piss off a judge. But now most judges probably like Hitler, Rotten Clinton, so uh, maybe i uh, misspeaking. Maybe they would be uh, quite happy with it. People have been stopping regularly to take pictures with the signs, and one couple even pulled into his driveway to see where they could buy some. Saban did consider another possibility behind the vanishing signs. I would say it's almost more likely it was taken by a diehard Republican who wanted it for a souvenir, he quipped. No, I don't think so, but
4: No, definitely left. <laughs> Good
3: left luck left. finding a diehard Republican in Amagansett, and you're not one.
4: Not only Unless that. Unless you just
3: call it diehard Republican, people vote R.
4: <laughs> not only that. We usually, we usually do not destroy other people's property. I'm not a Republican, by the way. Yeah, you
3: didn't say conservative. You just said I mean, Republican. Nowadays, there's so many, the progs are in charge of the Republican Party. So, you know, they're all progressives. You've got a handful that aren't. And you the rest of them are, to different degrees, progressives.
4: Look, he found a market. Somebody wanted to buy it.
3: I told you that he should have. He should have printed up extra <laughs> as an investment because he keeps having to replace them anyway. But to have around so he could sell them, he could put next to his side. He could put a sign up saying how much you will charge for a sign, and people, I bet people will be sold out in a day.
4: I know they they, they came up there and wanted to know if he had more. That's oh, cool. Hey.
3: Okay, then, we're then gonna I'll go to. Commercial breaks, young cooperative radio show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back.
0: We are the socialists. You will be assimilated your individual liberties, personal freedoms and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. This is Jeff Carlisi
2: from the Band 38 Special. Let us never forget that police lives
3: matter.
5: Grandma, can you come out and play? Sure, Ellie. Oh, my. You might want to come here and help Grandma. What's the matter, Grandma? Can't you stand? Oh, sorry, honey. It's my knees. They don't work the way they used to.
6: Does this ever happen to you? Are you on Medicare? You may qualify for a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Call the health hotline to see if you qualify. Our friendly agents are standing by 24-7 to help you. We also have braces for your shoulder, ankle, or back pain. And if you're covered by Medicare, you may qualify for free delivery.
5: Grandma, slow down. I can't keep up. Maybe you can use a knee brace too, Ellie. (laughs) Catch me if you can, kiddo.
6: Call now to get your pain-relieving knee brace. 800-368-6704. 800-368-6704. 800-368-6704. That's 800-368-6704. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 800-764-9168, that's 800-764-9168.
3: K.N. Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Ech. Alright, um, where were we? Oh yeah, we were in Amagansett with the... Put Hillary <laughs> in prison 2016.
4: Oh, just so the folks know out there, if you hear, don't hear Rooster Cogborn, I did not kill him. Or if you hear him very, very low, it's because it's actually cooler today and we could close the windows in the studio. <laughs> I did not kill him.
3: And with that enough, from World Net Daily, actress Karen Abercrombie as Miss Clara in War Room, the new Christian film. Yes, a Christian film with the Kendrick brothers, makers of fireproof and facing the giants, is an absolute revelation. Miss Clara's spellbinding, hilarious heartbreaking inspiring and more a character who engaging in engaging and delightful to watch i hope the brothers make a sequel to the war room just so i could spend more time being captivated by miss clara
4: see i always have to find a story that has good christian value movies more and more people are making this brian this is a good thing because we have to combat evil
3: Could you stop hanging on the back of my chair, please? I hate people looking over my shoulder. It makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Unlike some of the Brothers' other films, which at least tried to reach out to the wider audience, War Room is a movie that knows it's preaching to the choir, but that's actually okay. It doesn't try to be everything to everyone, but narrows its aim and lands closer to the bullseye because of it. Although it has a scene where the gospel is clearly presented, this is a movie that really addresses Christians and does so masterfully. War Room tells the story of a woman whose marriage and family are falling apart, but an encounter with Miss Clara reveals all the woman's fighting and arguing, has been in vain. Miss Claret teaches her to fight in a different way, to fight in prayer, and even more challenging to call on God to do the fighting for her. Any Christian who has fallen comfortable or complacent in their prayer life will find War Room a gut-wrenching conviction. Any Christian who has found prayer stale or too hard to fit into a busy life, and that's probably most of us, will find War Room a powerful inspiration toward the kind of prayer that changes things, even if those things are us. The worldview of War Room is simple to summarize. In the words of Miss Clara herself, just because you argue a lot doesn't mean you fight well. In fact, you probably can fight in the wrong enemy. In a nutshell, War Room reveals, in a life-impacting way, exactly what its tagline says. Prayer is a powerful weapon. Even more powerful than the movie, and that's really saying something. Well, good for them. So, uh, fireproof. That—that was the one with the. Oh, what's his name? He was a—he was a teenage or he was a childhood actor. Forget his name. That was a good movie. I liked it. I haven't seen the other ones. A down from the ass oshaded press. Looking for water to flush his toilet, Tino Lozano pointed a garden hose at some buckets in the bare dirt of his yard. It's his daily ritual now in a community built by refugees from Oklahoma's Dust Bowl. But only a trickle came out, then a drop, then nothing more. There it goes, said Lozano, a 40-year-old disabled vet. Masking is desperation with a smile. That's how we do it in Oakeyville now. Millions of Californians are being inconvenienced, I'm sure, but they're being inconvenienced in this fourth year of drought. Urge to flush toilets less often. Take showers, shorter showers, and let lawns turn brown. But it's dramatically worse in places like Oakeyville where wells have gone dry for many of the one hundred modest homes that share cracked streets without sidewalks or streetlights in California's Central Valley, ah, oh, it's reverting back to the way it used to be in California. Oh, back in the '60s, it was there wasn't a lot of people in California back then. It's a whole different state.
4: Yeah, but they're not when they're reporting about the drought. When you read on, they're not really saying how bad the conditions are on these areas
3: yeah the wells went dry it doesn't get any worse than that
4: and i know and it actually you keep reading it's going to get worse and worse you know what this does though this either can do one of two things bring people together or tear them apart because the water's essential nobody or nothing can live without it
3: and if the and if they don't have it they have to leave they have to move they can't stay there without water you die
4: and just like all the big cities, like Detroit, we were but talking about. But everybody
3: buys bottled water now anyway, so the only thing that's going to happen is they're going to be stinky and not be able to flush the toilet as much.
4: The other thing is how many of those illegals are going into these areas.
3: Oh, I think they just covered that in the earlier paragraph, didn't it?
4: I think it was later on. I, um, I read it a long time ago. Um, but.
3: I, I thought I saw something about uh, refugees.
4: Again, now in California with this bad drought, how are they going to absorb
3: these people? I don't know. It's not my problem. So not-
4: we are experiencing technical difficulties. If you are on the phone, please stay on the phone. If you are listening, please continue listening. Brian will be right back. <laughs>
3: in water from colorado and they built it up and built it up and built it up nevada arizona california all while expecting other people to supply their water to them now we're having problems because colorado wants to keep its water that's a problem for everybody else in the desert because that's the only water you have and what's even worse is you have these places in uh nevada Las, in uh, Las Vegas, that are these giant spewing water outside fountains. That is a decadent waste of water. Why would they do that in a desert? I don't know why people go there and aren't ins- aren't ashamed and insulted. How could, how could you do something so disgusting as to waste water in such a super...
4: We are experiencing technical difficulties. If you are on the phone, please stay on the phone. If you are listening, please continue listening. Brian will be right back.
3: This is going to be the water for Nevada and Arizona. New Mexico. So where are they going to, what are they going to do? Well, the people are going to have to migrate out of there now. They shouldn't have artificially built it up thinking that the gravy chain of water would just keep coming their way. People upstream need water too. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway, where was it? We're we're in Oakieville here. And uh now we're off to California's Central Valley where this everything's cracked. Without sidewalks or street lights oh shucks, and now there's no water. Well, this has happened before. Uh everybody living in like the whole center area they call the breadbasket because it's where we get most of our food from. Well used to well, that was once a dust bowl, and it's going to be a dust bowl again. So those places are really overbuilt. Uh, but the good thing is they, they have their own water in Ohio and Illinois and and stuff like that. But it was a dust bowl, so that means there might not be water there again. You don't get a dust bowl if there's water, right? Lozano, a 40-year-old disabled veteran, man, worked with his neighbors to rig lines from house to house sharing water from a well deep enough to hit the emptying aquifer below. County trucks, funded with state drought relief money, filled 2,500-gallon tanks in many... Funded... What? No, let me try that <laughs> Sharing water with well deep enough to hit the emptying aquifer below. County trucks, funded with state drought relief money, filled 2,500-gallon tanks in many yards no i read it again it's still it that's how it's written it's that's, they get paid for that residents also get containers of drinking water stacking them in bedrooms and living rooms these third world type conditions are hidden from plain sight says andrew lockman of tulare county's office of emergency services it's not an earthquake or flood where you could drive down the street and see the devastation Oakeyville is quiet, dry, and hot. Close your eyes and you're likely to hear a rooster crow or dog bark. Agriculture is the main employer, and for miles around, dense fields of deep green corn stalks grow as feed for dairy cows. Alfalfa, almond, oranges, and grapes abound. Residents express pride in their town and support the need for irrig- irrigation. I'm glad, well, of course you're supporting the need that someone else will have to provide. So I don't understand how you how these people are supporting the need for irrigation. They they want it, but uh, you have to find the water first. They need water for cows, said Oakville resident and tire salesman Gilbert Arredondo. Without dairies, we wouldn't have jobs. They produce cheese. For 150 years, oh, by the way, cheese is probably going to go up now. For 150 years, surface canals and underground aquifers turned semi-arid regions of California green. And even in drought, the state produces most of the America's fruit, vegetables, and nuts. Plenty of fruits and nuts in California. But the meager Sierra Nevada snowpack doesn't replenish the rivers like it used to. And farmers are drilling ever deeper wells to compensate for the plunge in surface water. One farm brought its own $1 million drilling rig just to ensure its supply.
4: And again, they bought
3: its own $1 million drilling rig. Well, there's plenty of people that need wells around.
4: Again, they didn't think this, they didn't think it through like you were talking about Arizona. They just didn't think it through.
3: Don't build subdivisions in the desert. We don't need to live in deserts like they do over in the Middle East. We got other places. We don't need to live in deserts. There should be a few people living there, but you know it would support a much, much smaller population.
4: And besides the fact, what what did um, Inga Barks talk about about the Inga sal-
3: Barks? <laughs> was- I love her. name. Yeah,
4: I know. <laughs> she's, she's another one has a little tiny little little person. Um, how do you know she, she's on the radio? She because she said how tall she was because her her son's like gigantic. I know. I just <laughs> I'm just
3: curious how you know, figured everyone else was going. But isn't she radio?
4: <laughs> yeah, she is. But her, her son's gigantic, so that's why she's always doing that. Because when they go together, it's weird. <laughs> when they go out on events and stuff, she says it's so weird. People look at them weird.
1: Because they are so
4: tiny. Anyway, wasn't she always bringing up that they didn't budget anything for...
1: Oh, yeah. For se- droughts. For droughts. Drought.
4: They didn't. And also, uh, they didn't start with different technologies Playing around with them, like salu... I can't even say that word. The plants.
3: Salination plant. Right. Desalination plant. And
4: also, um, they did everything wrong with the reservoirs they had out there.
3: What they did wrong was build a lot of houses and bring in a lot of people.
4: And they're bringing in more now. If they
3: didn't have so many people, they wouldn't have such a drain on the resources. Also, the federal government had no right to withhold water to the farmers in uh, Klamath Valley, because of the sucker fish. They, oh, we got to save the water for this. I don't know. Sucker fishes are useless anyway. I don't care. Drain that thing dry and let people go pick up the sucker fishes off the shallow water and, and cook them. them and eat them and be done with it. They have a contract to supply the water, and they've turned it off every year to the Klamath farmers, and that's put them out of business. Farmers have just been gone out of business, selling. Uh, again they're here from, they're, they're from the governor here to help who told them they're allowed to own water by the way or control water anybody hmm. who, oh no it doesn't matter if it's in national forest those are illegal too there's nothing in the constitution that says you're allowed to take pass legislation to take land from the states and preserve it it's not there sorry um, and yeah, and they owe more than 50% of America's land. And out here, there are places that they own two-thirds of all the land in Utah, I think. It's two-thirds or three-fourths, I can't remember. Those terms always get messed up because of the Constitution, so I, I never know which one I'm supposed to use. Anyway, um, what's going to have to happen naturally is people leaving. Now, it, we keep... Busing in and you can keep paying to bring in water, you could build a water tower and fill it up. There's lots of stuff you can do if you have time money to do it and the resources but you know, you're gonna have to pay for water pay to have it trucked in and then pumped into your tank, which is basically just a well it's just a what do you call it a when you collect rainwater
1: uh, in a cistern? cistern.
3: It's basically a giant cistern. Right? Just big tank that holds water. And it's up high. Why are water tanks always so high, right? Because they use gravity to make the water go.
4: Yeah, you're being taxed for that in Maryland.
3: I have, you're getting taxed for... You're getting taxed a rainwater tax in Maryland. Where, based on your square footage... Your tax because you're blocking the rainwater from reaching the ground. See, and it's going into the the waste drains and stuff in the streets. And no, I did, no, it's not. I never met anybody who had a house that that didn't have little things around it that diverted the water out onto the ground, and but and, and or some people use fifty-five gallon drums and they they fill them up from the rainwater and they use it to water the lawn and the gardens or whatever you uh, the there's nothing being blocked. The the house doesn't absorb the water. It runs off the house.
4: You mean gutters? Yes, gutters. <laughs> Those
5: things? Rain
3: gutters. Uh, they probably called something else in other places. I don't know. All I can say is that was a ridiculous tax, just like the view tax was a ridiculous tax. And uh, now, I hate to break it to you, EPA's done with its rulemaking for WOTUS waters of the United States I should bring this up you need to call your elected cockroaches and let every single one of them know that they have got to stop this removing of navigable from their rules that was passed into law they can't change it it's an unconstitutional entity it's an unconstitutional law but even if it was constitutional uh they can't do it well I have- the legislative branch would have to pass another piece of legislation just like when you want to do something the constitution doesn't say you have to amend the constitution it's the same thing the legislative branch passes laws okay now this agency goes well we're just, we don't want navigable because we want more control over all the water of the land you don't get to do that as a bureaucrat and no the president doesn't get to do it either only if it was constitutional which is the legislative not. branch but the whole the whole epa is unconstitutional so is the Clean Water Act, Clean Air and Water Act. uh where did they get the power over water? States didn't give them this. I didn't give them this. You didn't give them. where did they get all this power over everything? It's not in the Constitution. That's the only power they have. Sorry, that's the only power they have. Any statute not made pursuant to a power in the Constitution is not a law at all. It's void, illegal, shall not be enforced. Hey, I'm just repeating the framers here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jefferson and Madison, quite frankly, uh, they wrote, let's see, Jefferson wrote the Kentucky draft resolutions on the Alien and Sedition Act nullification, and Madison did Virginia's. They did it incognito at the time because, uh, well, Jefferson was vice president uh, to John Adams, who signed into law the Alien and Sedition Act, and they're unconstitutional. So they're void. And he wrote, he wrote it up resolutions for the states to follow, and he wanted all the states to follow it to nullify those laws because they were not pursuant to any powers in the Constitution.
4: And we can nullify all these laws.
3: Yes, we can. States and people, individuals. That's called jury nullification. If it's, a, if it's not, uh, well, we got to go <laughs> on a quick break. This is your Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned. We will be right back. <music> Earth Angel Health Mine, nestled between the pristine mountains of Basin, Montana, was established in 1953. The Earth Angel Health Mine has been the bastion of health for people with chronic diseases, including arthritis, diabetes, gout, fibromyalgia, and much more. Earth Angel Health Mine's accommodations include cabins, generous RV parking with hookups, and tent camping. It is open year-round, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Tours of the mine are available during the day only. Earth Angel Health Mine also offers a community spirit, which includes a weekly tailgate party where guests and locals enjoy each other's company and share their health stories. They also offer tours of surrounding attractions in the Gold West region of Montana.
1: The Earth Angel Mine can be found on the web at www.earthangelmine.com com or call four zero six two two five three five one six. Reservations are highly recommended. Again, you can contact Earth Angel Health Mine on the web at www.earthangelmine.com or call four zero six two two five three five one six. Earth Angel Health Mine. Come for the health, but stay for the hospitality. Because after all. It's all in the mind. Okay, we got
3: a little humor for you here called You Might Be a Liberal Too by popular demand. If you think Rosie O'Donnell is intelligent,
1: you might be a liberal.
3: If you think Hillary Rotten Clinton is hot,
1: you might be a liberal. If you hug trees more often than your spouse, you might be a liberal. If you think Al Gore knows anything about science, you might be a liberal.
3: If you think the rich are not taxed enough,
1: you might be a liberal. If you think Bill Clinton did not have sexual relations with that woman, you might be a liberal. If comedian Al Franken's voice turns you on, you might be a liberal.
3: If you think Michael Moore knows anything about being healthy,
1: uh, you might be a liberal.
3: If you like watching
1: The View, you might be a liberal.
3: If you have fainted at an Obama rally,
1: you might be a liberal.
3: If you get all your news from John Stewart,
1: you might be a liberal.
3: If you think
1: the federal government is operating within its constitutional limits, Uh, you might be a liberal. If your favorite family movie is
3: An Inconvenient Truth,
1: you might be a liberal.
3: If you think John McCain is a true conservative,
1: you might be a liberal.
3: And finally, if you think Maxine Waters, Democrat of California... Is not
1: a left wing liberal progressive socialist commie fascist bastard. Ah, uh, you might be a liberal.
6: You didn't build that. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. You didn't
2: build that. We built this city on rock and roll. president because I still believe in that idea. You didn't build
6: that. You didn't build that.
2: Jeremiah was my pastor. He was a good friend of mine. I said, I never heard a single nasty word he said, and I hope you'd believe that line. I had the audacity of hope that you'd believe that line. Now I'm saying Reverend Wright was wrong. Jeremiah's gone now. He sleeps with the fishes in the deep blue sea. And he didn't speak for me.
6: There's the Clinton... I'm Sheriff David Clark, and I want to talk to you about something personal, your safety. It's no longer a spectator sport. I need you in the game. But are you ready? With officers laid off and furloughed, simply calling 911 and waiting is no longer your best option. You can beg for mercy from a violent criminal, hide under the bed, or you can fight back. But are you prepared? Consider taking a certified safety course and handling a firearm so you can defend yourself until we get there. You have a duty to protect yourself and your family. We're partners now. Can I count on you? This safety message
0: brought to you by the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office.
3: Okay, and welcome back to Hour 2 of the Uncooperative Radio Show. Well, it wouldn't be welcome back. Welcome back to Uncorporated Radio Show, hour two. got to figure out how I want to say this stuff. I don't
4: know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> throwing curveballs at you.
3: Eh. Back to the story. We're in
1: California.
4: Oh, I did want to bring up. Oh, we're you...
3: going back to Ogieville.
4: Yeah. The EPA rules were stayed by a federal judge. 12 states sued the EPA. No, you're
3: saying it incorrectly.
4: He put an injunction on
3: it. 12 states sued, and the judge put an injunction on the EPA's rules in those 12 states only.
4: No, the judge didn't do that. The EPA decided that that's what they were going to do. The judge did not do that. He's livid. The judge put an injunction, period, on the EPA. Period. I have the story.
3: It's, well, Period. It really can't do that yet. But they did. It has to be with the states withstanding that have filed the case. He, well, I don't care. Judges do all kinds of things they're not supposed to do, Susan. We don't applaud it just when we like what they do. No,
4: did. no. I, I'm just saying that the EPA is saying, well, fine. Then we're, we won't just do those 12 states. Well, we're going after everybody else starting today. Right.
3: Because the judge only has jurisdiction in those 12 instances. What Whatever... Uh, Whatever circuit he's in, is all the judge's opinion, or in this case a state, would be in effect. A, a district judge has no power outside his district. He cannot say the EPA can't do it in a different district that has different judges. That's not the way it works. It's all wrong the way it works, but it's not the way it works. It's not even the way it's supposed to work, but... Neither here nor there. Um, so the stay stuff they just I don't I I don't think they give a rat's behind because they just announced they finished their rules today they finalized their rules on the waters of the United States they removed the word navigable now a mud puddle is controlled by the national government nobody seems concerned water we're talking about how important it is you gotta let the federal government control it like they did in the Klamath Valley what happened to the farmers in common fathers? Did they get water? No, the suckerfish got the water. Some nymph or bacteria will get the water before we will.
4: The 13... Again, they
3: have to kill off about 200 million Americans. That's what they say.
4: The 13 states are Alaska.
3: Oh, now it's 13.
4: Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Idaho, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada. New Mexico, North Dakota. Oh, this is the Ninth circus. South Dakota and Wyoming.
3: This is the Ninth Circus.
4: Yep. Yep.
3: You could, well, so the minute you, you put Alaska with any other state, it was going to be Which the is, Ninth it, Circuit. Is, this is the
4: shock that they did this. It's too
3: big for the Ninth Circus, and the Ninth Circus needs to be, uh, uh, like, like wiped judges. out of judges. <laughs> There's
4: like 28 I don't, I don't know
3: how many judges are. I don't care. <clears throat> we don't need them, and we need to break up and get some more districts, so... Uh, you know they don't have so much power. They call I call them the circus for a reason. They they are the most overturned court in the United States of America, with the overwhelming majority of cases brought before the Supreme Court overturned. That's well, just wonderful. You see, it's uh, the people in California get to decide what people in Montana have to put up with with judges. Because well they got a lot more people than we do, a lot more votes and they're voting in all these judges, not us. Anyway, uh back to the government and water. Now the government owns all the water. Now what are we gonna do? So far fifteen shallower wells used by twenty three homes in Oakieville are depleted. Maria Marquez, a 50-year-old widow, panicked when her shower abruptly ended on June 2014. They couldn't afford to move, and who would buy a house without running water? Drilling her own new well would cost more than years of earnings from a food truck where she works. Unlike Lozano, who rents his home, Marquez was eligible as a homeowner to get a tank installed for washing and flushing, to be filled each Monday by a county truck as well as bottled water for drinking and cooking through California's $3.7 billion drought relief program, which includes $38 million for drinking water and things. I don't... Where they keep borrowing all this money in California? I would... Lend to California? A uh, billion years. I don't understand where, why. Well, they're not allowed to anyway under the Constitution, states may not emit bills of credit. It actually says it right in there. You don't even have to, you know, try and figure out what it means. It just means what it says. Bonds are bills of credit. They're not allowed to go into debt. It was quite clear in, in convention that we, that was it. The national government, they decided, would take over all the debt from all the states, all the municipalities, everything in the country, and would pay it off. But the states are no longer allowed to borrow. And when I say states no longer allowed to borrow, that means the state and everything within it that is a government is not allowed to borrow. So town, not allowed to borrow. County, not allowed to borrow. City, not allowed to borrow. State, not allowed to borrow. See, if, if we followed the rules, none of us would be in debt. An updown from ProPublica.org. The scene in front of abortion clinics is often tense, with clinic workers escorting patients past activists, waving signs and taking photographs. But increasingly, another drama is unfolding out back. There, abortion opponents dig through the trash in search of patient information, using garbage as their ammunition. Anti-abortion activists, who have sometimes been accused of violating abortion seekers' privacy, are turning the tables. They claim it's the clinics that are violating patients' privacy by discarding medical records in unsecured ways. Everybody acts like the abortion clinics are the bastion of protection for women's privacy. And they're like the chief offenders of just dumping this stuff willy-nilly, said Cheryl Schulenger. Senior Policy Advisor at Operation Rescue, an anti-abortion group based in Wichita, Kansas. It's so hypocritical.
4: I like their name, Operation Rescue, because they're trying to rescue the babies.
3: Right? Right. Uh, Abortion rights groups counter that while a small number of clinics have improperly disposed of records, the vast majority take strict precautions to protect patient privacy. It's far more common they say for abortion opponents to trespass on private property or try to break into locked dumpsters.
4: Why are they not shredded?
3: I don't care why they're not anything. Why are why do these places exist? Oftentimes the dumpsters are not on public Property said Vicky supporter, chief executive officer of the National Abortion Federation. Well, you're making a claim, but not- can you prove that? Can you prove that they trespassed or broke open locked uh, garbage containers? Can you prove that? See, she's making statements that these people did that. Notice when she started. She said, it's more likely that, in other words, that she knows no instances she could point to whatsoever. Otherwise, she would have said it's more likely to.
4: Well, oftentimes, she said.
3: Off, or often, often. Same thing. Oftentimes. <laughs> same thing.
4: <laughs> I didn't know there was a National Abortion Federation. This is disgusting. A National Abortion Federation. Wow.
3: Yep. And people give them money. These people trespass. The trespasses get reported. Law enforcement doesn't end up prosecuting that level of criminal activity. Yeah, they do. It's called trespassing. Uh, Trash is at the center of several disputes involving patient privacy and abortion. In Kansas City, Operation Rescue says a now-closed clinic improperly discarded records for at least 86 patients. In 2012, the group said it had received files from an informant, some of which included names and phone numbers. The group posted examples on its website. Jeff Pedersen, the former manager of the clinic, said the dumpster was locked on private property, was located on private property and was locked. He later learned, however, that the waste company used a common key for all of its locked containers, which may have allowed an outsider to open it. Pedersen said he filed a complaint with local police about trespassing, which was caught on a low-resolution camera on the property. But it went nowhere. The state's investigation into Operation Rescue's complaint against the clinic and its physicians remain open, Pedersen said. At least some cases involving abortion clinic dumpster dives have resulted in complaints to the Office for Civil Rights within the Department of Health and Human Services. Wow, all the well, way to I the federal thinking, government, I huh? I was
4: going to say, wh- there's an Where do office, they get jurisdiction? Thank you. And they have an Office of Civil Rights and Health and Human Services?
3: They have so many offices we don't know about because there's too many of them to keep track of. We tried. That, that in and of itself <laughs> should tell you it shouldn't be.
4: We did. We did a, a couple of months on a segment trying to do that and we just said it's too much because there's like bureaucracies within bureaucracies within bureaucracies.
3: Right. And they're all unconstitutionally unconstitutionally, and unconstitutionally embedded. There should be nothing like that in the executive branch. Nothing. These lot is cabinet members only. Not czars. Not czars. Anyway, uh the office is charged with enforcing the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, or H I P A A HIPAA, which prohibits patients medical information from being shared without their consent. That was overwritten by the ACA. Thank you. That's the I end was of just that.
4: gonna say I that was a Everybody nightmare.
3: has access. Anybody who logs in to the computers in the national government access to all our medical files. That's what the Affordable Care Act does for us.
4: And HIPAA was a nightmare. They
3: they didn't have enough information (laughs) about us to use against us up there. Right? And what do you think all these high-level people just keep disappearing in in government without a peep? It's because Obamacus has collected more information on the American people than have ever been collected before by the national government. And the ACA takes all your medical records and centrally locates them in a database in the, you guessed it, Washington, D.C., why do you want everybody up there to know what's, what your medical problems are, what medications you take? Uh, you know, you put this together with every other thing they're collecting, and you can learn almost everything about people. No, really? Oh, really? Uh, yeah, okay. You got one of those little nifty things for your grocery store where you get you save money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that they use that as a database, and they sell that information uh, to other companies to use to, to just target they're advertising, and the government can get government takes it too. If it wants it, it takes it. So you, there's nothing the government won't be able to know about you when it's all said and done, and that's power. All you, everybody's got skeletons that they don't want everybody else to know, and if they just find one, they own you. <clears throat> so yeah, congratulations. The Affordable Care Act, you. You left-wing loons out there. You you, so-called liberals that supposedly stands for liberty. How? Everything you vote for, it takes away our liberty. Uh, the office cited three Michigan, Michiganistan clinics in 2010 after abortion proponents said they found records including intake forms, driver's licenses, and recovery room reports, as well as fetal remains in dumpster bins. One clinic blamed a janitorial service, but all consequently took steps to comply with the law. Separately, Michiganistan prosecutors charged that one clinic with illegally disposing of patient records. Its corporate owner pleaded guilty to one count, which was dismissed six months later. Since HIPAA only covers clinics if they transmit health information electronically, the Office for Civil Rights has been unable to pursue some complaints related to abortion records, spokeswoman Rachel Seeger said in an email. A Louisiana abortion clinic that was the subject of a 2014 privacy complaint fell outside the office's jurisdiction for that reason, she said. Selinger said groups like hers began rummaging through clinic trash in part because they were having difficulty getting regulators interested in investigating abortion providers. Activists see plenty of potential evidence in the material that clinics throw away, which has sometimes fallen into the hands of random passerby. In 2012, for example, a Kansas woman found more than 1,000 abortion records dumped in a recycling bin outside an elementary school. The clinic had shut down. I was under the impression that these would not be seen by anyone, its former owner told Kansas City Star. I thought that these would be recycled away just like any other papers. No, I'm sorry, throwing them into garbage and and, and recycling bins is not the proper disposal of medical records. You must do what? Shred them. But they don't care about you. They're, these are people who kill little babies. They don't care about anybody. They don't care about the, the woman. They, this nonsense that these people care about women is ludicrous. If you look up Margaret Sanger who created Planned Parenthood and what Planned Parenthood was created for. You tell me she likes women. The woman who hates women. Especially black women and brown women and poor women and sickly women and... Whatever. But... Go look up Margaret Sanger. Oh, Hillary just won won the Maggie Award. That, she's proud of that. That's given. That's the Margaret Sanger Award by Planned Parenthood. Margaret Sanger being a eugenicist and Planned Parenthood only being interested in killing unborn babies. No, they do not do health care. They do health care referrals. They don't do health care. You can get two things there. Birth control and abortions. The police... Meets the feds. Dun, dun,
1: dun. <laughs>
3: From Fox News, federal prosecutors are battling in the courts to keep $167,000 in cash seized in a 2013 traffic stop. Despite the motorists never being charged in the incident, an Obama administration clamped down this spring on such asset seizures and forfeitures. The case, which highlights the ongoing concerns about the government unjustly seizing money and property, began when a Nevada state trooper pulled over the motorist on a cross-country trip to California. The trooper stopped Hawaii resident Strong Gorman's Motorhome in January 2013 for allegedly going too slow along Interstate 80. According to court documents, yeah, I see, I don't understand that, you're going to Pull them over for going too slow on the interstate. I don't see you pulling over track to trailer trucks when they're going too slow on the interstate. You can't; those big things can't keep their their speed up going uphill. This is what I mean about the behavior of certain police—just out of control. According to court documents, Gorman was allowed to proceed without a citation, despite the troopers suspecting he was hiding cash. You're you're not allowed to hide cash. It's my cash. It's pretty worthless. Why can't I hide it? Uh, <clears throat> the trooper said he couldn't inspect the vehicle because he would have needed a canine unit, and for the dog to detect drugs, which would have created enough probable cause to get a search warrant. However, no canine unit was available, so the trooper released Gorman, but not before requesting the county sheriff's office stop him again. About fifty minutes later. And this time with a drug sniffing dog. No drugs were found during the second stop in which Gorman was pulled over for two alleged traffic violations. But his vehicle, computer, cell phone, and the cash stashed throughout the vehicle were seized. In June, a federal judge in Nevada ordered Gorman's cash be returned. In his ruling, District Judge. What makes you think his cash still exists? Uh, In his ruling, District Judge Larry Hicks cited Gorman's prolonged detention for the alleged traffic violations, and criticized federal authorities for failing to disclose that the first officer requested the second stop. second stop was not based on independent, reasonable suspicion sufficiently to justify the prolonged investigation, wrote Hicks, a Bush administration appointee. The two stops were for minor traffic violations, and they both were extended beyond the legitimate purposes for such traffic stops.
4: What is wrong with everybody? Can we just calm down citizens?
3: It seems like cops just wanna give it to us. It's like they just want they just dying to for everybody to feel their power and there's some cops like that that's a good example. There's no reason for this and not only was there no reason for this. that guy should be on suspension, and there should be a hearing as to whether he should be a police officer any longer.
4: And plus they got the feds involved.
3: And that would include the sheriffs. I hope the local newspaper is telling all the voters how the sheriff behaved too.
4: And you need to stop running to the damn feds.
3: And And stop doing the feds' dirty work.
4: And that's exactly what this is. This is the feds' dirty work. They ended up giving the money to the feds.
3: Anyway, rulings. I don't like it. Judges don't make rulings. They have opinions. I'm sick of them making law. You don't make law. Uh, he has an opinion in this case. And in, in this situation, I guess you could call it ruling. I just don't like giving him any kind of power that sounds like ruling. Because that's not their job. Their job is to apply the law that's placed in front of them. And in this case, it's open and shut. That was way overreach of the police. Way overreach. And frankly, uh, he has a great lawsuit if he wants to pursue it. Speaking of Especially judges. since the judge came out and said they were wrong. They're toast. It's civil. Oh, they're going to give up their civil forfeiture. And they're going to civilly give up some more if he takes them to court, too. Maybe that'll teach them to be more respectful of our Fourth Amendment rights, despite the fact that the national government's violating it all the time.
4: Speaking of judges, one of the things that Mark Levin is calling for that judges no longer wear black robes. They need to go into court wearing regular clothes like we do because they think how high and mighty they are wearing special clothing and I kind of agree
3: no it, it, they they're supposed to be ruling over the court they're supposed to be making sure that everything goes smoothly, and that no you know they don't have to do that in black robes. Well, it's it's they don't have to do it sitting on such a high pedestal either. Neither, yes. I, I'm more or less, I would have liked to get away from that. Other, yep. other than though, it's considering uh, it, it was started not for the reason of lording over people, but to make it hard for the criminals to attack the judge. So I guess I can't really complain about that one. Um, and someone will complain about, oh, get that yellow fringe off the flag. That's an admiralty flag. This is an admiralty court. And I don't care if it's an admiralty flag. They use it in all government offices because it looks cool. It's got gold fringe. It's special. Those judges don't even probably know about admiralty law.
4: Yeah, but again, we're still underneath the But I'm crown. just saying,
3: what are we going to do? Well, we can't wear robes. Oh, can't have gold fringe. Oh, can't have a bench that's sitting so high up. you got to be at a regular table and a regular level with everybody else. I don't care about all that stuff. I care about how they behave, period. You don't change people's behavior by changing their robes, their dress. Uh, they're still; they still have the same power, with the robes on or the robes off. If you don't think so, go ahead and diss a judge when he doesn't have his robes on, and he's going to hold you in contempt.
4: From the parking lot.
3: Yep, I'm telling. It's it's amazing what what we've allowed to happen with judges. It's ridiculous. That's all right. Too many judges. Oh no! There's too many vacancies. No, there's too many people being put in jail. That's the problem. Right, pretty, pretty much, pretty soon, all it's going to be is crazy houses, uh, penitentiaries. It'll all be just wrapped around crime, on criminals, taking care of criminals. There'll be nothing left in the country but criminals if these people have their own way. Nothing but judges, courts, law enforcement, and criminals. I don't. And I guess people are feeding them. I don't know. They don't think that far ahead, but they certainly want that. Anyway, where was I? The, blah, blah 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 blah. Suspicion. Hicks
4: also said his ruling. That's where you are.
3: Hicks also said in his ruling.
4: That's where you started to go. The off. second
3: stop never would have happened <laughs> if the first officer had not relayed information about the first stop, which included a vehicle description, suspicion, and concealed cash, and that a canine sniff would likely be needed to get probable cause for the search. I don't understand why cops all fired up about drugs anyway. Honest to God, to go to do this—that's that's like desperation. That's ridiculous behavior. Why was he, did he have it in his head that this was the case with this RV? I just don't understand it. But he risked his career, and he might not have one anymore. And every cop that behaves like this should be fired. Then maybe people will have respect and feel like they can count on police officers again.
4: You mean weed them out?
3: Well, if we know the bad ones are getting gone and they start behaving like police again instead of thugs in uniform, uh, yeah, then the people might respect them again. Right now, I don't respect most police officers that I've run into because they are not behaving like police officers. What then? I've even told their motto is no longer protect and serve. Enough said. Uh, the, uh, the two stops were for minor traffic violations and they both were extended beyond the legitimate purposes for such traffic stops. Uh, if you've got a Jones this much to to catch people and write tickets and all this stuff to to justify your job as a police officer, I suggest you find a new line of work. I know it makes you feel important because you're a police officer, but it's getting to the point where that's not going to be the case with the other people around you. (laughs) We're starting to feel like we have a separation uh, between the citizenry and police. No, it's not just me. They're calling for demilitarization of the police online all the time. I'm not the only one pointing it out. I don't hate cops. I, I hate police who abuse their power. Power that is ours, by the way. <clears throat> Alright, uh Hicks also said his rolling the second stop would never have happened. In the first office hadn't relayed the information about the first stop, which included a vehicle description, suspicion about concealed cash, and that a canine sniff would likely be needed to get probable cause for a search. You had to repeat that. I didn't say read that yet, Susan. Now <laughs> uh probable cause for the search. Now a canine sniff, why would that why would that get one anyway? There's no drugs. There was no drugs what? found, so how did the dog give him probable cause? The dog didn't even give him probable cause because he didn't find anything. No, no. However, how- they went, what's, how, did, how did the first cop even get a notion that someone has hidden cash? What, did, what does he have, a sign on the RV? I'm hiding my cash in here. How many RVs does he pull over, suspecting all RVs well, of this, hiding cash?
4: And this is backwards because what would, what would be the probable cause for the canine sniff? Why would you have a dog there?
3: You don't need probable cause for a canine sniff. The guards have already ruled there. If you happen to be there and the dog's there, you can do it. But only with probable cause. They didn't, he didn't have any probable cause. He was searching for probable cause. He didn't have any. And again, what would make him assume he was hiding money? It's just This is just bizarre. Okay, I thought cops have to go through... Uh, you know, psychiatric exams before coming to police. You know, we did New York City. I think everybody you give a badge and a gun to, you, you might want to make sure they have a psychological evaluation because they might not be the ones you want to give the badge and a gun to. This guy is a prime example. He obviously doesn't give a rat's behind about citizens' civil rights. Obviously, he's still upset about getting his head flushed in the toilet when he was a kid. Uh, The federal government earlier this month appealed Hicks' ruling in the Ninth Circuit, (laughs) Ninth Circuit's court in San Francisco. Considered among the most liberal in the country, federal attorneys did not submit a reason for the appeal in their one-paragraph request, according to the Daily Signal, which first reported the request. Well, that alone would get you turned down. You have to have a reason. You have to make your case why you want an appeal. (laughs) You can't just... ah! I'm going to appeal it. Just accept it. We'll tell you all about it when we get there. Yeah. The court is expected to also decide whether Gorman should be reimbursed $153,000 in legal fees.
4: For a traffic stop.
3: Which federal lawyers don't want to pay. Aww. You illegally did things that cost him that. And guess what? Uh, any judge is going is to say that you got to give... Not only is money back, you're you going to have to pay penalties, buddy. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, they, they are responsible. It's like, he wouldn't have had to go to court if not for them, right? That's, so, why shouldn't they? They lost the civil case. Why shouldn't they? Of course they should pay. Why should it cost him $153,000 to get his money back? Did he even have 153000
4: No, I think it was in the beginning of the article that said how much they took.
3: To go back. No, they just said cash stashed throughout the vehicle. How much cash? Uh, oh, there it was. $167,000 in cash seized in a 2013 traffic stop. So, $167,000 and cost them $153,000 to get it back. Don't, don't you think the government should make up the difference? Oh, yes, that is coming from the local people. The p- local people should know about it. And the local people should do something about it. It's your police. Fix it.
4: I just still don't understand how they could take it. It's his money. We're not allowed to have cash anymore?
3: Oh, it's got to be drugs. Why would anyone drive around with $100,000 in cash? I don't care. Oh, well They they do. <laughs> Actually, that is enough for probable cause. $10,000 being taken out of your bank account or put in your bank account is enough reason for the bank to be required to tell the federal government about it.
4: Again, us citizens are doing it to ourselves. Right. We're folding like a freaking
3: chair. Again... Who controls the banks? The government. The government. You don't see a problem with this. Really? How about Operation Chokepoint? Now do you see a problem with it? Where the banks wouldn't allow accounts and closed accounts by gun owner, gun shop owners? That's what happens when you let the government have power that's not in the Constitution?
4: Yeah, for safety reasons as well.
3: Yeah, the biggest risk to safety and liberty is the government. Um, where'd we go here? Anyway, so, uh, the first court proceeding is scheduled for November the 19th. The Justice Department earlier this year issued a series of directives to reform and restrict its policies on asset seizures and forfeitures amid the complaints about government abuse and overreach. We are keenly aware of concerns raised about certain seizures and forfeiture practices, the agency told the Senate Judiciary Committee in April. The department takes seriously any and all allegations of perceived or actual abuse. Really, all over the country, people are, have their assets taken, whether they are arrested or not. They're, let's say they are arrested, seize their assets, everything that's in their house. If they arrest them there, whatever the case may be, uh, they they actually st- they actually have in California taken people's houses. Yes, they have, and uh, and, and that they keep it, sell it, or use it. Well, there's a whole TV show that I was
4: gonna say Graceland is about that.
3: There, there, you know, there's no way this should be allowed. I'm sorry. You, you have to, it's okay if it was part, it's evidence of a crime and you're convicted. But if no charges are brought, they still keep your stuff. If you're, if they, if they dismiss the charges, they still keep your stuff. Now, you can't do that. Think about it. Does that make sense to you? No. And it shouldn't be. And every state has this problem. So get to work. Part of taking your state back, get your cops under control. This is nonsense. This is the kind of stuff that I'm worried about. Imagine if this gets worse than it already is. I mean, blatantly going, well, well we're not going to charge you or anything, but we're keeping all your stuff. What? They did that to a friend of mine with his handgun, too. <laughs> I, was, I was like, first of all, did you get a receipt? He goes, no, I didn't. It's the police. I'm like, I know. Did you get a receipt? He's like, no. Can I ask for a receipt? Yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Do you, yes, they have to give you a receipt for your gun. You weren't charged with anything. Why would Why would you give it to him in the first place? I say, hey, rest me. You're not getting it. I would never give it to him. I'd go to jail. I don't care. That's false imprisonment. That's great. I, I got I got time. Then I'll have some attorney who want to take my case. Anyway, we're going to go to a break. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. Stay tuned, because we'll be right back.
0: You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried... Seems there's certain voodoo priests
6: who who have the power to bring him back to life.
3: Horrible.
6: It's worse than horrible, because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring.
0: You mean like Democrats? If you are struggling to pay, or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments?
6: Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 9168, 800 764 9168, that's 800 764 9168.
3: And welcome back to the uncooperative radio show. Hour three. Uh -uh. Oh no, hour two and a half. Right. (laughs) We started late tonight because of uh, internet problems. And
4: anyway, yeah, just stick to the top of the hour. I'll I'll tell you. Okay. (laughs) Now this next paragraph, I really didn't know that they did this. The Feds. This is really important. I cannot believe that.
3: Well, if you let me read it. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna try this for the last Go
4: time. Ahead. Go read it.
3: First we read, <laughs> then we talk about it. We don't talk before we read. The first of the changes were announced in January by then Attorney General Eric Holder, starting with forfeitures. Holder said federal agency could no longer take assets seized by state and local law enforcement agencies, except for those directly related to public safety concerns, including firearms, ammunition, explosives and property associated with child pornography.
4: Of course, guns.
3: Oh, yeah. Among the valuables the agency can no longer take are cash and vehicles. In March, Holder announced changes to banking laws that allow money to be seized from people who make deposits below specific amounts to intentionally keep the transaction from being reported to federal authorities, a scheme known as structuring. It's not a scheme. It's it's a way of trying to put your money in the bank and not have to deal with the FBI at your door. And it's their own rule. Now they're saying, oh, no. But now they're just making $9,000 transactions so it's not to be reported. So now we got to ta- they're going to go take all their money and seize it for not violating the law.
4: Well, I knew the second part of this, but I didn't know the first part of it. And when did that go into effect? When did they contact the states and the local municipalities and say, this is what you have to do. And why, in all that is holy, are we listening to them?
3: Oh no, they, uh, local police want their seizures. That's money and goodies and guns and stuff for them. They had
4: to give it, before this ruling in January, they had to give it to the feds. Now they don't have to anymore. So, what?
3: Local police have their own civil forfeiture laws. California has its own Civil forfeiture laws. Not every case is a federal case. But all of them have forfeitures. And I don't understand what you don't understand about that. They don't have to give everything to the feds. It's something they can no longer give to the feds. If they want to keep it, they can keep it themselves.
1: If there's local...
3: Forfeiture laws in place, and a lot of states do this. California does it extensively, so I happen to know it's not a federal thing. Uh, this
4: is outrageous! What that? What our citizens are doing to ourselves, to us?
3: The, what your state is doing to you? The problem is local local places for stuff like drugs and cash and stuff like that. They don't. Have, they have limited places to store it, so obviously they have a law that you can get. You can give it to the feds to hold on to and or use. You know, I guess, and or use as they see fit. But yeah, the the states, the states are doing, I, I pointed to that California old man who had property that the state wanted him off of and he wouldn't sell and he, they kept trying, he wouldn't sell. And then suddenly one day they had a no knock warrant for his house. Only oops, it's the wrong house. They knocked the door down, they rushed in, he's an old man. He reached for his gun. Somebody's atta- somebody's coming into his house without his permission in the middle of the night while he's sleeping. So he reaches for the gun and you know they shot him to death. Yes, M six all four M sixteens rung out and killed him. Oops, it was the wrong house though. But guess what? They still kept it. The state of Colorado. California, kept that house and land and property that they wanted all along after accidentally, oops, kicking down the wrong door with a no-knock warrant and killing an old man in his bed. I'm sorry, I don't believe in coincidences. Holder said authorities would now focus on the most serious offenses and essentially that money would be seized only after the defendant is charged with a crime or found to have been engaged in a crime beyond structuring, according to the documents the Justice Department gave foxnews.com this week. The minimum deposit laws are enacted to detect and nab drug dealers, terrorists, and other money launderers, and criminals trying to conceal their enterprise and cash. And they are enacted to create a money stream to provide financial compensation to crime victims. The IRS sees more than $242 million in roughly 2,500 alleged structuring violations from 2005 to 2012. However, <clears throat> however, no other criminal activity was alleged in roughly 33% of the cases, according to the Institute of Justice, which worked on a more recent case in North Carolina. Last year, the IRS took $107,000 from Carolina small business owner Lyndon McClellan after he made a series of deposits under $10,000. McClellan owns a convenience store, restaurant, gas station, and many of his transactions are in cash. The federal government offered to return half of McClellan's cash, a standard move by federal officials who know many people cannot afford a lengthy court battle and would rather settle. McClellan got back all of the money but wasn't reimbursed roughly twenty-two thousand dollars in legal and accounting fees, institute attorney Robert Everett Johnson said Tuesday. We're pleased that London's money was returned, Johnson said. That the federal government returned the money validates. Returned the money validates. He didn't do anything wrong. However, Johnson expresses dismay that his client is still battling to recoup his costs and interest on the seized money, to which he appeared. To which he appear entitled under it's really written this way I'm trying to which he he appeared entitled, I guess, under the two thousand Civil asset Forfeiture Reform Act, we think the federal government should make him whole. He said it simply cannot pretend that nothing happened, of course, government elites they're always the exception to the rule. They don't have to follow the rules like everybody else. Look at Hitler. Well, she doesn't have to. She She's more important than just any old uh, secretary of state. She needs her own mail servers. She needs her own this. And, and she's allowed to do all this and get away with it. it. I cannot believe that she's not in jail. It is done. It is over. They announced she is guilty. They found... Yes, classified material, top secret material. Round her up. In her emails that she gave them. The people that she had to go through and cherry pick and wipe the hard drive, they they obviously didn't understand the law because they gave them a whole host of classified emails that she shouldn't have been sending. One, just one on that server, not a government server, just for being there is a crime. You know what I... Transmitting it. I point to portray us another crime. He only did one email. She did many, many, many that we know of. The rest of them were wiped off our hard drive. You know, the she, more she, egregious ones, they thought. I, she's violated the securities act. She she goes to jail. Treason. She. Well, you'd have to prove. Intent. I
4: know, treason is really hard to prove. Yeah. I, I It was, I can't believe it is.
3: Aiding and abetting and all that, it's, it's very difficult.
4: Yeah, but you know what the latest thing is? She's trying to make a joke of it when they ask her about the wiping. Yeah. You mean like with a cloth? Like cleaning it?
3: Yeah. The, it,
4: yeah, she actually said that.
3: You mean, I know she did. It's old. Um, Bill, she's an idiot. Uh, she doesn't, she's not good. Bill sits there and just says it depends on what the definition of his is. And everybody goes, oh, yeah, yeah. Hitler is like, well, oh, what does it make it anyway? <laughs> wow. Quite a stark difference between the two. Bill can get away with a lot. Hitler he can't get away with anything because she's such a witch. And everybody she deals with knows it. Nobody likes Hitler rotten Clinton, just so you know, except the people that don't know her. Yes, yeah, to know the Clintons is to despise the Clintons. <laughs>
4: That sounds like a, a commercial. <laughs> we should make a bumper sticker of it uh, <laughs> like he made it. A... Uh, well well'll let Trump run with it. <laughs> you know the funny thing is, you're right, these are all elites. they all run in the same circles.
3: They yes, do. I know well, no, yes and no. They run in similar circles there's I told you there's the Illinois progressives and then there's the Clinton progressives. the're two separate groups that's why the that's why Bill created CGI because he was under the impression after his second term he was going to be in charge of the united nations and they didn't choose him i'm telling shortly after that he announced the clinton global initiative which would do everything the u.n's supposed to do but with private money
4: well i'm talking about not just them i'm talking about trump and carly carly fiorina all of these people they all run in the same circles
3: Trump and Fiorina, maybe, because of business people, but uh, n- but she's California and he's New York City. They don't run the same circles. Same with the Prague. I tell you, the battling groups of Prague's for taking over the power of this country. And one is from Illinois. Now, let's be fair, that's where it all started. Go back go back where the Grange they all got together and created a progressive party. It started out in the breadbasket right there, Illinois, Ohio. Yeah, the home of progressivism. So they have a longer claim than Hitlery, Rotten Clinton. Yeah,
4: uh, thanks, Casey. They
3: they broke off from the Illinois progs to make their own group because see, they already had a power structure in the Illinois group. They didn't need Bill. So <laughs> Bill had to go make his own. And so, the Arkansas mafia, and on and on it goes. To to understand that the amount of crimes the Clintons have gotten ready, got away with already is immense. The amount of actual treason committed, I'm tell I I I'm telling you, it's no. Who was the guy that wrote books uh, that used to be his campaign, Clinton's campaign guy Morris? He came down and told all man. <laughs> Uh, the Clintons are really horrible people. They're criminals. They're criminals of the worst kind, elitist criminals, above the law. No, you, you say it's a it's an illusion that the that's what brings them down. Really, I don't see anyone taking anybody down. Is, anybody read is Hitler behind bars yet? Uh, by violating the Securities Act, by the way, uh, which she's we already know she's. She's done. She's not she can't run for office. She can't hold office. She can't run for office. That's what the law says. And we already know she violated that. Why do you think Biden's now suddenly there's all this notion of Biden's gonna be coming in and uh he's been meeting with Warren and why do you think all this is going on if you don't think the Democrats are uh she's not gonna make it? And she's not. You wanna know why? Because Obamunists ilk can't stand the Clintons, and by the way, were the ones that leaked the information to begin with, Valerie Jarrett. Oh, and Valerie Jarrett and uh, Hillary Clinton—you can imagine how those two get along. Two small, short women with an attitude going at each other. Can you imagine? I—I would love. We haven't heard anything. It had to have happened. It had to have happened already. Uh, she was Secretary, well, of, she was State.
4: Secretary of State. Right. I,
3: I would love to hear that. I would just love to listen to that. Because they're two well, left-wing witches just well, hating on each other. And it
4: would be funny because, you know, Hillary would use her shrill voice and as soon as she started doing that, Javid would go into Iranian. I don't think, <laughs> if she starts speaking Iranian. That would have been great. I'm sorry. Uh,
3: <laughs> the one thing that's not true about Hitler is she doesn't have a shrill voice. She has a grating voice. It's... The tempo, it's like, I'm really here to talk to you. I'm running for president of the United States. I don't know. I'm very important. You have to understand. I've not gone too far. I've not come before. <laughs> Can't believe she tried to do a... a <laughs> she's from Arkansas. West Virginia and Arkansas don't sound alike, exactly alike, by the way. <laughs> they don't have the same draws. All right. Uh, regulations suck. Uh, A title I wholly agree with. Can we move on now? We can all agree regulations (laughs) suck, right?
4: (laughs) Please, everybody, put on the gorilla tape really tight for this one.
3: All right. From cnsnews.com. Thanks to an Obamacare regulation that took effect on August the 1st, health care plans in Oregon will now be required to provide free sterilizations to 15-year-old girls even if the parents of those girls do not consent to the procedure. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> My God. That's an Obamacare regulation?
4: Again, nobody read the damn thing. They didn't read the doesn't bill. doesn't matter
3: what it says. All that matters is the government takes over health care. That's it. They win. You, we lose. That's the name of the game. They don't care.
4: Why would you have even the notion of sterilizing a 15 year old girl
3: don't care (laughs) what notion what who wrote who wrote the bill that put 15 year old girls can do whatever they want i'm sure this was just supposed to be about not having to tell their parents they're getting an abortion uh but the way it was written just it covers all all health care sterilization is a part of that right Abortion no, sterilization that's
4: not health care
3: if you want to be sterilized, I guess it is uh depends on how you look at it, really, but You're you may not think it's health care, but it what it, it is what is covered under health care. There are doctors that perform it it nurses right it's health care see uh even though it should be illegal in my opinion, well, any emergency abortion it needs to be done in the emergency room or hospital. That, that, that's a totally different thing. That's not elective surgery. This is elective surgery abortions. They're elective. That means you choose it. You don't need it. You just want it. You have elected to choose this option. <clears throat> anyway, Health and Human Services Secretary Kathleen Lying Sibelius. Finalize the regulation earlier. We could get her lying thing out. We could get all those recorders out where uh, I got the can- when she was governor of Kansas, and she's she's saying blaming Bush for taking all her National Guard away to fight the illegal war in Iraq, getting her talking point digs in and to to get to the point where she's going to get this nice job here, Health and Human Services Secretary, right? Uh, yeah, well, it it was kind of a stupid thing to say because the people on the scene were going. No, the, the reporter went to the the guy running the scene, the whoever the contractor was. He said, no, we have we have plenty of people, we have plenty of equipment, and then they f- start look at the equipment, and then they start they're taking pictures of the National Guard equipment that supposedly wasn't there. Uh, and uh, anyway, it's, it's kind of funny. We'll uh, pull it up for maybe next show, but we got to go to a breaks. So the Uncommon Radio Show. You stay tuned because we'll be right back. <laughs>
6: The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon.
2: America is listening.
6: Grassroots, common sense, conservative talk radio. It's on the Internet. Tune in now. Red State Talk Radio, featuring some of the most popular Internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com
2: Uh, what should we do about evil? Uh, that's, that's a good question. Uh, 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 evil exists, we see it all the time. In the streets, Darfur, but not in Iraq at any time. We need to be humble and not have a spy. Defeated.
5: Defeated.
2: Let me just say... Uh,
1: Defeated.
2: there's no calls for alarm we have everything under control oh so, uh because we know that something from nothing leaves something because you gotta have something to run an economy something from nothing leaves something Welcome to the Red Steak Cafe.
1: My name's Darla. You ready to order, sweetie?
2: Your omelets are made with organic eggs, right?
1: They come from a chicken's ass. That organic enough for you, sugar?
2: Uh, what's your pork? Is it steroid-free? It is by the time Chef Earl is done with it, honey. Well, how about your chicken fried steak? That's made with free-range chicken, right?
6: Free-range? We can't afford
1: to give it away, darling.
2: Look, I don't see it on the menu, but can you just make me a progressive omelet?
1: Sugar, you're in the wrong
0: restaurant. Coming soon, John McCain and Lindsey Graham star in the tender sequel to Brokeback Mountain. Return to Saddlesore Canyon. Canyon.
2: You know, Lindsay, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans, with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead. Well it makes a man think different, feel different. You know what I mean?
3: You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores.
5: <laughs> oh, you uh, I hear all this, you know, well, this is class warfare, this is whatever. No. There is nobody in this country who got rich on his own. Nobody. You built a factory out there. Good for you. But I want to be clear. You moved your goods market on the roads the rest of us paid for. You hired workers the rest of us paid to educate. You uh, were safe in your factory because of police forces and fire forces that the rest of us paid for. You didn't have to worry that marauding bands would come and seize everything at your factory and hire someone to protect against this because of the work the rest of us did. Now look, You built a factory and it turned into something terrific or a great idea. God bless. Keep a big hunk of it. But part of the underlying social contract is you take a hunk of that and pay forward for the next kid who comes along.
2: As president, I expect to be judged and should be judged by the results of this program.
5: Breaking news, the uh, May jobs report just came out, and the numbers are not good. The unemployment rate went up. 40
2: consecutive months of 8% unemployment or more.
5: Government payrolls down 13,000, construction down 28,000.
6: 300,000 more long-term unemployed.
4: The
0: U.S. saw the smallest increase in jobs in a year. Any way you slice it, it looks like last summer all over again.
2: Practically nothing about this report that was positive. Well, this is Obama's economy, that's fine. Give it to me.
0: King Samir Shabazz is the new Black Panther Party's Philadelphia leader. This new Panther version of Black Power does not include white participation.
4: I hate white people. All of them. Every last iota of a cracker, I hate it. We didn't come out here to play today. There's too much serious business going on in the black community to be out here sliding through South Street with white, dirty, cracker, whore on our arm and we call ourselves black men
6: with
2: African garb on. What the hell is wrong with you, black man? You had a doom day with a white girl on your damn arm. You want freedom? You're going to have to kill some crackers.
3: you going to have to kill some of their babies. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Now, is this the
4: sterilization of white women or white teenage girls or black teenage girls? What? (laughs) Do they have a stipulation on which ones are going to get sterilized? No. No, of course not. First of all, a 15-year-old girl is a raging hormone. She does not have any kind of capability of deciding what the rest of her life is going to be like. Once she's sterilized, that's it. You don't get nothing else. You know,
3: I really don't... Not my problem, yet again. We need to know about this, and we need to fix it, but complaining about it isn't going to do anything. How did it get passed in the first place? What made him think they could get away with such a thing? Uh, California seem familiar? Look at the way they did things, and what they got away with doing and telling parents that their teenagers will be brought from school to an abortion clinic and back to school without ever telling the parent. Sound familiar? Ooh, see, progs, they all want the same thing.
4: Oh, by the way, this is hour three of the Uncooperative Radio Show.
3: Oh, is that what you were trying to do, put three in front of my face? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, anyway, this is this is that this is stuff all thought up a long time ago. I, I bet most of this stuff, uh, a lot of it comes from the '60s. A lot of it comes from uh, the Communist Party USA, uh, the International Socialists. I don't know how it goes, but it, it's all about big government and no rights for the people. I don't understand why anybody votes or fights for serfdom. Why would you fight? To put these people and these laws in place that will turn us into serfs. Why do you want to be a serf? Why are you afraid of being free? Anyway, it says in the ACA, it says that all health care plans in the United States, except those provided by actual houses of worship, organized under the section of the Internal Revenue Code reserved for churches per se, must provide provide coverage without cost-sharing for sterilizations and all Food and Drug Administration-approved contraceptives to all women with reproductive capacity. Wow. Must provide coverage without cost-sharing. That means absolutely free of charge. Not even a copayment. <laughs> Uh, all women of reproductive capacity. Hmm. In practical terms, all women with reproductive capacity means girls as young as about 12. That, according to the National Institutes of Health, is when girls usually start menstruating. When the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare, was enacted in March 2010, it included in Section 2713, and I'm not reading it ever because it's not a law, and I don't have to follow it. A nonspecific requirement that health care plans must provide, quote, additional preventative services, end quote, to women. These unspecified additional preventive services, the law said, were to be provided for in comprehensive guidelines supported by the Health Resources and Services Administration. A division of the Department of Health and Human Services. Remember, we told you they, they all, they're, they're parent, they call parent bureaucracy or agencies. They all spawn offspring.
1: Oh, it's
3: amazing. In developing the regulation to define these additional preventative services, HHH commissioned a federally funded committee at the Institute of Medicine to recommend that they should be. In July 2011, this committee issued a report that said the committee recommends for consideration as a preventative service for women the full range of Food and Drug Administration-approved contraceptive methods, sterilization procedures, and patient education and counseling for women with reproductive capacity.
4: Okay, there. Again, we're going to go back into the hey, lesbians.
3: Don't be. All, don't be all about you. Have, you still qualify as having reproductive capacity. I think they're leaving you out.
4: And we're going to highlight this again.
3: They want to control your vagina. All this screaming I've been hearing for years from the left. All the Republicans want to do is get in my vagina. So don't. We kept telling you it was the other way around. I I thought Bill Clinton would approve that.
1: Oh! Oh.
4: Anyway, again, this is what is this preventing? It's preventing a child from being born. It's per, it, it's not health care.
3: Yep, they consider it healthcare and that's all that matters. As defined in law, it's healthcare. That's all that matters.
4: They're not allowed to divine health care. But they did. I I tell you the truth, I am so glad. I know I know we're strapped for cash, but I am so glad I am out of the medical field. Because I my head would explode. You have any I would have been out anyway. Because I wouldn't have put up with any of this stuff. I didn't when I was at Montana Developmental Center, certainly. I didn't get fired from there, but people kept saying I was going to. And I'm like, no, because I'm on the right. I'm on the side of truth and law. You people are just touchy-feely idiots. But it's getting worse and worse.
3: Uh, yeah, but they don't need many nurses anymore anyway. Now they don't want any doctors either. They're moving towards uh, uh PAs and nurse practitioners. Most nurses, RNs with a four year degree, are probably going to go get their master's and become a nurse practitioner because they don't need but what? I think they replace what? By 20 LPNs? So for every floor, you know, you got 10 nurses that used to have a job there that don't because LPNs now do the job that RNs used to do. And then you got the two year RNs versus the four year RNs. And that's another stupidity. I cannot believe even exists. What it dumb thing to do. Pick one. Do you want a bachelor's or you want associates? I mean, it's amazing you know, I've been looked down on by nurses as a paramedic, like I'm not as good as they are. And I'm like, wow, really? How long did you go to school? Well, paramedicine's a two-year degree, too. What do you think of that? Well, she didn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate I hate witches and there just always is some nurse with an attitude in the emergency room they're unhappy because i was a paramedic we brought the patients to them say they didn't like seeing us because we were bringing them work well that's you chose your line of work i chose mine this is where mine ends have a nice day all right Back to this. In July 2011, the committee issued a report that said, the committee recommends for consideration preventive service for all women, blah, 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 full range, everything, reproductive capacity. The committee report said that with reproductive capacity meant from the time of menarch to the time of menopause. Menarch is the beginning of menstruation. Again, on average, about the age of 12 for American women. And that that had gotten, like, younger and younger because of all the hormones in dairy products. On August first, 2011, HHS announced that it was adopting the IOM Committee's recommendation almost verbatim. In fact, it added just one word, placing all in front of women with reproductive capacity. Thus, the regulation issued by the Health Resources and Services Administration said, Non grandfathered plans and issuers are required to provide coverage without cost sharing consistent with these guidelines in the first plan year in the individual market policy year that begins on or after August 1, 2012. All Food and Drug Administration approved contraceptive methods, sterilization procedures, and patient education and counseling for all women re- with reproductive capacity. HHA said nothing about restricting the provision of these free preventative services to women who were 18 or older, or 21 or older, or even 15 or older. The regulation simply said all women with reproductive capacity.
4: Of course they did, because they made it as broad as they always do as possible.
3: They, they don't care. They want these young kids to get sterilized and abort, especially. It's amazing. The Black community, the inner cities they they do everything to destroy you, and you vote for it, and you scream at us conservatives that we want to take your what welfare check away from you. Yeah, well, we do. we want to hand you a real check, you know, something you can be proud of.
4: Now this again is up to the parents there's no there's nowhere in go- that government should be educating our kids about that body
3: at all. Yeah, then where did the Department of Education come from?
4: This is really again. I'm going to say the word. It's infuriating and it's disgusting to me.
3: And again, if you have your children in the indoctrination centers, that, that is child abuse. It is. It is a risen to the level of child abuse now. Oh, if you if you're getting mad at me because your kids in it, and you don't think oh my school's different. Oh well, maybe you should look in a little closer at what they're teaching them. Especially about the U.S. history and the Constitution, not to mention all, all kinds of lovely notions about sex education. Uh, one actually brought a sex worker in to teach the class. To, one one school, uh, sex worker is a nice name for prostitute. Well, they had to show the girls how to properly put on a, a condom with their mouth on a banana. No, your school's probably not gone that far, but it'll—it's gone a lot farther than it should have. I, there's not a school in the United States of America that takes government money that is not child abuse center. Period. They have to follow. They're going to have to teach Common Core if they take federal dollars. Going to take the federal dollars. Got to teach Common Core. You teach Common Core. Common Core is going to totally destroy these young children's minds remap them completely wasn't bad enough when they took kids off phonics and started teaching them just this word association nonsense that all of a sudden people kids were developing what's that thing when you see the words backwards Uh, i used to know someone who had that problem uh anyway it's now been shown to directly through uh brain mapping that that I can't look. This is going to be common core. If the common core gets a hold of your kids, it's over. It's just, it's just no good. Just like they, they, I almost got it. Darn it. <laughs> I almost thought of the word dyslexia. That's it. Okay, dyslexia. Uh, they now believe that dyslexia has actually been caused by the way they taught the children how to read instead of phonics by sounding it out, which is the only way. The only correct way to learn how to read. No, I don't care. I said the only way. And it has been proven now that because doing it the other way, it's a right brain procedure. Children are born already wired for their left brain. And reading is a left brain task. Math is a left brain task. And so education is geared to the left brain. But all of a sudden, they taught the way they taught reading. And that's brought the right brain into it, into a left brain operation, and hence, they s- turned the letters around. See? And that was just by taking away phonics. Do you, you know what it's going to be like? if you read Common Core? That, that is totally designed to remap those children's brains permanently. They'll never fix them. It'll be organic. Stop letting the government screw with our children, which is our future. Anyway, however, states have varied laws on the age of consent. CNSnews.com took a look at Oregon and its rule of consent for sterilization, one of the free services required by the Obama administration's regulations. In Oregon, the age of informed consent is 15 And the law and rules on sterilization are detailed in the Oregon Revised Statutes. And I'm not going to read them. Under Oregon law, girls from 15 years of age and up are given complete control over whether to be sterilized or not. The parents or guardians of a minor girl between 15 and 18 can neither grant nor deny consent for sterilization. When I'm talking about the left coast of California, Washington and Oregon were flooded with Californians. Leaving California, but... They didn't want to leave the left coast. And they were all progs, for the most part. And so they turned those places into little mini Californians. That's why I just call it the left coast. Just all of it's horrible.
4: Again, a reason why to take back your states.
3: Yep. <clears throat> the Argonne Law says informed consent means consent given by an individual 15 years of age or older for sterilization. That is... Based upon a full understanding of the nature and consequences of sterilization, pursuant to information requirements set forth in ORS 436.221, subsection 1, sub sub b, given by an individual competent to make such a decision, and c, wholly voluntary and free from coercion, express or implied.
4: Why in God's name would somebody that lives in Oregon go for such a law? You're killing our kids. You're abusing our our teenagers. A teenager does have Look. This is beyond the pale, okay? Now, all of these so-called birth control devices really harm people, okay? They do. Now, as full disclosure, not only did I have an IUD when I was this age, I also had an abortion when I was in my 20s. And subsequently, because of both of those actions, I can never have children ever again. You're going to do this to a 15-year-old's
3: body? Really? You have no idea what it does. 15-year-old girls don't know what they need or what they want. Uh, what's good for them you gotta be kidding me a 15 year old girl doesn't get to make a decision she never wants to have children starting from right now because some left-wing lesbo got hold of her told her the world was horrible don't bring children into the world yeah well you know five years later she'll have a whole different outlook on the world
4: it's true because when i met you that's one of the things that i had wanted to have i fell in love i we were going to be together for the rest of our lives and i couldn't have i couldn't give you a child because circumstances change, and they don't know the consequences. And the fact that the parents have no control, again, this is what you're saying with the ACA does.
3: Control. They, they're not even informed.
4: And this is what their, their law did in their own state. What is wrong with Oregonians? I, but
3: is- I don't have a problem with Ar- Oregonians living under Oregonian laws. I have a problem living under Oregonian laws in Montana. The national government has no power over everything it does. It's not supposed to even have a fingerprint domestically. It it's not, wasn't created to do anything domestically except to protect the states from invasion, put down insurgents. That's it. It was, there's nothing else it's supposed to, it wasn't supposed to build anything, make parks, made not that side in the Constitution. No, we weren't supposed to do any of that nonsense. Again, they, that's not their money, it's your money. We really got to start, you really got to start thinking this way. Even if, so, say, you're poor, what do you care? Well, you should care about taking money from someone else against their will. You should care about wanting to punish somebody for being successful. These are not good things. And too many people think the wrong way about things. The government should do it. No, that's not what's good for the people. What is good for the people is the individual. And what's good for the individual is liberty. Anyway, I'm not going to read this anymore. I don't care about Orga. just <laughs> moving right along. I guess, yeah, well, uh-oh. She didn't put a title here. I don't know what to do. um News.com also contacted, my God, Susan, you, this is a big, long news article. Also contacted the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and asked, can you confirm that under this regulation, a girl as young as 12 must be offered the opportunity to obtain sterilization free of charge? In addition, CNSnews.com asked HHS in Oregon, the age of the consent for a sterilization procedure is 15 years or older. Can you confirm that under this regulation, a 15-year-old girl can obtain a sterilization free of charge? After following up with multiple phone calls and emails, cnsnews.com was told by HHS office of the secretary that there was no one available to answer these questions. At a pen and pad meeting with reporters in late March at the U.S. Capitol, cnsnews.com, asked House Minority Whip Steny Hoyer, demon Crap Maryland, the administration was approved a has approved the regulation under Obamacare that says, quote, all women with reproductive capacity, end quote, must be offered free sterilization. Hoyer then interrupted saying, how is that related to pre-existing condition? (coughs) CS.com continued, hold on, free sterilization in their healthcare plans? Do you support the mandates for free sterilization for college-age women? Hoyer expressed surprise, stating free sterilization I don't know anything about free sterilization. I don't know anything about that. I'm sorry, the answer is I don't. But I don't think anybody is proposing that. At a press conference in mid-July, which specifically focused on the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, CNSnews.com attempted to ask House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, the Wicked Witch of the West, Democrat California, whether... She supported the HHS regulation insofar as it extends to teens and college-age women. Pelosi, however, cut the question off before it could be completed. CNSnews.com asked Pelosi, you mentioned the preventative services mandate. One of the services that health care plans have to offer free of charge are sterilizations. And I was wondering, do you agree with the federal government mandating? Pelosi said, you know what? I told you before. Let's go to church and talk about our religion." CNSNews.com asked, no, no, but it's, Pelosi said, right here, we're talking about public policy as it affects women, and we're not, you know, that this bill is CNSNews.com asked, no, it has nothing to do with religious views, but do you? Pelosi said, no, it does. CNSNews.com <clears> agree that the federal government should be mandating Pelosi interrupts again. I believe that the legislation to allow women to determine the size and timing of their families and have access, CNS News.com, even for Pelosi interrupts again to conception to contraception. Next question. Uh in another instance on Capitol Hill, CNS News.com asked Pelosi, do you support the regulation? taking effect August 1st, requiring all health plans to cover free sterilization for teenage girls. Pelosi said, I don't subscribe to your characterization of it, and then moved on to their questions. Also, in late July, CNSnews.com as Representative Jan Skakowski, Democrat Illinois, offer free sterilization, including to girls in their teens. Do you support the mandate as it applies to teens? At that point representative Schakowsky started to walk away without answering but while walking she said I don't I'm unaware that it says that sterilization including teens is in that I'll check that out
4: They didn't read the bill
3: I will check that out she said nobody read it it's 2 we're, we're we're talking at a section 2700 This is it the Ridiculously ginormous bill, but it does take over an enormous part of our economy. CSNews.com then followed up. It says all women of reproductive capacity, and it defines it as from menarche to menopause. I'll check that out, she said. Edwin Black, author of War Against the Weak, Eugenics and America's Campaign to Create a Master Race, told CNSNews.com, I find it abhorrent that a 15-year-old girl who is not old enough to consent to sexual activity eh, careful, it depends on what state you're in, who is not old enough to consent to buying a beer, who is not old enough to drive herself to the hospital, could possibly be considered old enough and mature enough to give informed consent for her own sterilization. And the most vulnerable of these girls will be those who are wards of the state who are presented a piece of paper and told sign here, as they were in Virginia and California. Right now, when our country is considering compensation, such as in North Carolina, for sterilization victims, and states are hopping on the bandwagon to issue formal apologies, is not the time to reverse years of awareness and dive back into state-sponsored sterilization, said Black. The decades of genocidal sterilization are filled with numerous examples of fake consent forms being executed by young women who were being pressured by the state into sterilization.
4: Now, think about it. How many of those young kids were taken from their parents? Right? We did a couple of stories that the one Back girl, then? No, mm. I mean just last year. There was two cases where they the one was Massachusetts and I forget the other one. And it was a young girl about 12 years old and she had a rare disease and they were saying the parents were abusing her. Remember that case? And they took her away from the parents and put her in like a nursing home or something like that. Remember, all the talk show hosts, they petitioned to get this girl out. Anyway, during that time that the state has her in custody, for whatever reason it is, they could sterilize her. Because she wouldn't have any parent or anybody else to tell her, well, it was wrong. They would have these people telling her she needed to do it, especially if she had a chronic illness. What is that noise? The generator.
3: That doesn't sound like my generator. Sounds like an ATV.
4: Well, it's probably an airplane. But anyway, they could do this.
3: Uh, We covered this. They covered it. They they brought it up. What do you?
4: Because it's just outrageous.
3: It's always been the case. It was outrageous when it was done to mental patients in the mental health facilities we have that the left wants to bring back, that the left made us close, but now the left wants it back because the homeless people in the streets... Uh, you see? First, it was like apartheid. We had to be for just giving the South Africa back to the black people and getting Britain out of there. And when we succeeded, what happened? Place went to hell. It still is one. The whole continent is a hellhole. Anyway, the IOM committee that we talked about earlier that recommended mandating coverage for free sterilization to all women with reproductive capacity specifically argued that getting rid of cost-sharing requirements would lift a major barrier to what is considered more effective long lasting methods of contraception such as sterilization, obviously, the people on this board uh are are left wing lunatics because they're always the eugenicists. They just see this as a bunch of poor women, a bunch of uh sick women, a bunch of mental patients getting sterilizing and you know and cutting down on the surplus population. That's how, the only thing that makes sense is, why would you have this outlook if, I mean, Because
4: they love Margaret Sanger.
3: I'll say it again, it's evil. (laughs) Uh, In a study of the cost-effectiveness of specific contraceptive methods, all contraceptive methods were found to be more cost-effective than no method, and the most cost-effective methods were long-acting contraceptives that do not rely on user compliance, said the IOM Committee's report.
4: Of course, no, uh, what do you call this it? This is
3: what happens when bureaucrats make decisions. They, they, have no, they have no heart. They have no soul. They just, they deal with words and, and whatever nonsensical facts are put in front of them. And they just work, and they work off of that. And that's the world. That's the job. That's all they can do. They don't get paid to think. But what they're doing
4: also is taking responsibility. They're doing, they're taking the responsibility away from the woman. Well, That's why they, they don't, don't want see them, it that way. They don't want them to have to remember to take a pill every
3: day because God forbid they forgot. Because they're starting to, they've moved to the nanny state, full bore, and these people are going to be a drain on the nanny state. They don't want poor people in the nanny state because when it's all said and done, everybody's going to be poor anyway. <clears throat> but they're looking at statistics, just cold statistics. They're they're not emotional people they don't do investigative reporting they sit there these facts are given to them and they make decisions based off those facts now all the things they said are factually accurate
4: and how do we know it matter?
3: is be- if you're trying to get women not to have babies what they're saying is accurate the only sec- the only secure way is sterilization it says next to that is long-term solutions like iud's Again. Which, by the way, uh, did sterilize a lot of young women in the 70s. Did me.
4: Again, how much do we know that they're taking from the UN's playbook? We don't.
3: What difference does it make? They're all, it's all the same playbook. Uh, we're not getting anything from the United Nations. The United Nations is getting it from us. <coughs> from... Illinois, Susan. <clears throat> you got to understand, <clears throat> in Europe, the Fabian Socialists came from Europe over here to infect our our society with Fabian Socialism. <clears throat> anyway, they see this as just, just a natural way of, of taking care of how many people in the world. The less, the better for okay. them. And that's the point. And so all these things work for them. Sterilization is the best for them. Because you take a fifteen-year-old girl, twelve-year-old girl, you sterilize them. You don't. She can't have a baby. That's it. Game's over. Right. You just probably saved. uh, You know, having to take care of feeding two more mouths.
4: And it says right here, the most common contraceptive methods used in the United States are the oral contraceptive pill and female sterilization. No, I've never even heard of anybody going in to be sterilized in the United States, and I'm a nurse. And I've worked all over the United States. Never once.
3: It says sterilization.
4: The most common contraceptive methods.
3: The most common contraceptive methods used in the United States are the oral contraceptive pill and female sterilization.
4: Right. And I've never heard of anybody getting sterilized.
3: You know many 16-year-old girls anymore?
4: I've never heard of anybody.
3: Well, they just told you about it. There you go. Now you know. No, because they're lying. No, they're not lying. And that... <laughs> you don't know what people are doing anywhere in this country at any given time. They do. Because they're bringing it all to the center. See? All the power to them. And this
4: is exactly from Sanger's playbook. The elimination of cost-sharing for contraception, therefore, could greatly increase okay. its use. now you
3: are reading ahead. You're, I told you you're not allowed to do that.
4: Well, I, I don't want you to read the whole that whole thing. We we need to move on. That's why. I already read it. Um, that I do want you to read, because that's right from Margaret Sanger's playbook.
3: Well, I'm going to read this part. Huh. Um, <clears throat> uh, the kinds concept, blah, blah, said the report. It is thought that greater use of long-acting, yeah. reversible contraceptive methods including intrauterine devices, which I mentioned, which have already sterilized people, and contraceptive implants that require less action by the woman and therefore have lower use failure rates might help further reduce unintended pregnancy rates. Uh, Cost barriers to use of the most effective contraceptive methods are important because long-acting reversible contraceptive methods and sterilization have high upfront costs. The elimination of cost-sharing for the contraception, therefore, could greatly increase its use, including use of the more effective and longer-acting methods, especially among poor and low-income women, most at risk for unintended pregnancies, said the report, recommending free sterilization coverage for all women who would conceive a child. A recent study conducted by Kaiser Permanente, found that when out-of-pocket costs for contraceptives were eliminated or reduced, women were more likely to rely on more effective, long-acting contraceptive methods, said the report. I don't know. I don't speak for women. and uh, yeah, But I do speak from the fact that it's not our job to provide you with any of this. It sounds like your responsibility to me. Your body, your responsibility, right? I always hear that when it comes to abortion.
4: I'm sorry, that's completely outrageous. And I'm glad CNS News did such a comprehensive study on it because I haven't heard it from anybody else. We're going to be hearing a lot of stuff coming out of this freaking stupid act.
3: Well, it's going to affect all our lives in a massive way because it's a giant portion of our economy that the government t- has taken control of. You think things, things are just going to get worse. And they will get very, They. It, I won't say it gets worse before it will get better. It's just going to get worse. If we don't turn this ship around, it's just going to end up on the rocks. And that's the end of it. Uh-oh, starting to rain. That's good, but sometimes it's noisy. They blinded me with science. They blinded me with science. Okay. From USA Today. Are you okay over there?
4: I just can't... I I can't wrap my head around that. The the last article, I just can't. What is going on with with the mothers out there? Please, take control of your daughters. Say no to the government. And states, what the hell?
3: Just say no. no. The states, they're our fault. The federal government is our fault. Our government's are the government we deserve because that's the government we get. We didn't enforce the Constitution. We didn't even want to know about the Constitution. We didn't want to learn about the founding of the nation. We didn't want to understand the founding principles. We just want to go and get see how much stuff I can get from the government or the unions and the pensions and the health care. Oh, it's just a society that didn't give a crap about liberty <clears throat> Live government whatsoever that just begged for more government, and that's what we got. Now you act like fat people that wake up one day and they're 300 pounds overweight and wonder how they got that way. I can understand gaining a little weight without knowing it, but how do you gain 300 pounds without knowing it? And there are ones that one I had a patient it was 800 pounds. <laughs> I had to call. I had to call the fire department. <laughs> oh, man. All right, anyway, from USA Today, techies are calling the upcoming shift in how we will use our credit cards at the store, something like dip the chip. What? It's not a bad way of explaining things. Instead of swiping your plastic, we'll be able to slide or dip your chip-equipped credit cards at chip-enabled terminals at the register. You might see the new way of doing things as soon as the next time you shop at Target or another big retailer. Yes, they've already put in your little cards RFDI transmitter. So my advice to you would be to buy those uh, Luma wallets and the, uh, they've got a company that makes really fancy, nice stuff and purses and wallets and it protects you from getting your information stolen while you're, you know, around other people. Because anybody with a reader could just walk right by you and get get all the information that's in your wallet. And they've been doing it. So you might want to, if you're poor, you can always put aluminum foil in the wallet on one side. um, So that when you fold it up for a minute at least, it would cover the whole wallet. And that would cover your cards. And you don't have to buy a new wallet. that's
4: funny that you said that because the wallet that I use is a men's wallet. I don't use a lady's wallet. I don't, I don't like them. I'm using your one of your old wallets. So you already told me to put the aluminum foil in there. Yep. And the other we, thing, have,
3: <laughs> we have anything to no, steal. No, and
4: the other thing is that I write checks all the time. I'm constantly yep. writing checks because we get them for free. And
3: people hate that.
4: No, they don't. Not in Butte. Your daughter, on the other hand, is going to get everything stolen from her.
3: Oh, she's too stupid. To, she's just she's willy never, nilly with everything. She
4: has never written a check in her entire
3: adult life. And that, that's not even the point. That It's the mail that she leaves around, bills, anybody can take it. She just has no clue. And she doesn't want to live in a world where she has to care. All right. Where was I? We didn't Dip raise the her. The chip. <laughs> Yep. We
4: had no gotcha. control over that.
3: So it's just going to be, yeah, you're going to be touching it to the thing like you do with your, with that card, those little fobs you get for those grocery stores. It's going to be just like that. <clears throat> you know where they just touch it to the screen.
4: Oh, okay.
3: So you'll take your credit card and you'll touch it to the, to what was, because, was before one of these things. Why? Because uh,
4: swiping uh, it is just too hard?
3: Well, it speeds up. If you're, if you're somebody making regulations and the big people in retail want people to get through the line quicker, suddenly we have RFDI chips on everything. Yeah, RFID and I write chip.
4: checks. Right, there's they're no gonna RFID chips on that. <laughs> they're going to have to wait. They have to wait.
3: <laughs> that's what they don't like. <laughs> but we, well, we only have a debit card, so. But it's important to keep that away from people. I don't need anything happening to my bank accounts. Dip your chip-equipped credit cards. Chip-enabled terminals at the register. I'm going to want some potato chips with that. Now I'm hungry. A unique one-time code is generated every time a card with a chip is used. And a one-time code is hard for crooks to duplicate to make fake credit cards, according to card experts. there's a problem with all this. Of uh, Every time you use the chip, okay, what happens when a hurricane hits or uh, tornadoes or tsunamis or whatever, uh, all these natural disasters and they knock out the power? Well, how are you going to buy anything? That's the same thing with idiots with Bitcoin. First of all, you you go from paper money that's fiat money to electrons, the vaporware. It doesn't actually exist. It has no intrinsic value at all. At least a dollar bill you can wipe your backside with. Don't laugh. You might have, you might be doing that one day. Um, power goes out all the time, people. If you haven't noticed and if they keep messing with the electric cars and the, without updating the grid that we're going to end up with more and more blackouts. They have rolling blackouts in California right now. Uh and it, well how do you go to the store buy food? How do you buy gas if all you got is dip your chip? Nothing this nothing's working. See see the problem? This will be a pro- this is be a major problem, don't you think? Yes, let's, by all means, let's get rid of cash because that was it's so inconvenient. We got rid of coins because they're so inconvenient to carry around. So we started printing money that we weren't allowed to print, and we, now we don't even want to carry that around. It's too much trouble. People used to carry checkbooks around, and nobody wants to carry checkbooks around anymore. It, look, you can't put all your eggs in electric, electronics because one EMP pulse and all the electronics are going to get wiped out anyway. And guess what happens to Bitcoin then? Yeah. Oh we got it on our individual computers in our wallets. Go ahead, start your computer after the EM pulse. I wanna watch. <laughs> I wanna watch people just scratching their heads staring at the black screen.
1: Mm, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy
3: into nonsense, uh, (laughs) gimmickly nonsense that other people are trying to sell you, ladies and gentlemen. The only the only way to go back to anything of value is to go back to gold and silver, precious gems, things of intrinsic value. Coining money is all we're allowed to do under the Constitution. I suggest we learn how to carry coins. Freedom's freedom isn't free. It's not convenient. Many times it's inconvenient. But so what? It's better than the opposite. I know people don't think so. They think they'll be happy when all it is is go to work, come home, go to work, come home. On the weekends, watch, I don't know, do something. Watch TV at night. Just just like the people in London go about that day. If that's what you consider living, sure. (laughs) I don't consider any of that living. Uh, But if you like it, I don't understand why you're in the United States of America. This is where the home of liberty is supposed to be. Not, law, not a bunch of regulations, rules, and laws. Liberty, freedom, remember? Go to the other countries. Go to Europe. They already have your nonsense there. Ha, ah, Cuba. Go to Cuba, Argentina. <clears throat> They'll never go anywhere but France. And even then, when they go over to Europe, they complain that Europe's not all that. Because it's not... Uh, heck Madonna and Gwyneth Paltrow wouldn't even have their babies in Europe they came back to the United States of America to have their babies Yeah, oh, well, this country sucks except when I need health care and, yeah, and a good job and a salary anyway uh, chips aren't entirely new they've long been used in Canada and all across Europe but the US has been stuck in a in the swipe and sign mode for years. Beginning in October, though, some rules will change for merchants that will drive a shift into chip technology. A week or so ago, my credit card issuer sent me a notice saying that I should be receiving a new EMV chip technology card from my MasterCard by October. Other consumers already have chip cards in hand. Bank of America, for example, Bangalore, for example, has been adding chip technology to its consumer credit cards since mid-2012 and started adding chips to debit cards uh, last October, which caused the the burgeoning market now for wallets and purses to protect your private information because you can't carry it regularly because anybody can steal all your information. Well, I, that's
4: what I was wondering if I'm going to get a notice from our bank about this.
3: One Sooner or later, yeah.
4: Because I don't use a debit card, I use it as a credit card because I don't want to
3: it is a debit card right it, I know I know it I know. doesn't matter what you call it anymore. it used to matter now it doesn't. I don't know why they even have was oh, a debit card or a credit card
4: though they they do you it's have the same to thing. I know you have to push the credit card number because if not they ask you for a pin and if you don't have put a pin in, then you can't use it
3: Oh well yeah, you have to have a pin to use a debit card so.
4: right so i don't I don't like that
3: I don't either I use credit cards too
4: right, but you still have to answer the question but I like
3: to carry <laughs> cash. Anyway, Bank of America said the vast majority of its debit card and credit card customers are expected to have cards with the microchip by the end of the year. Chase said it plans to convert more than 70% of its credit card and debit card to chip technology by the year. See, this came out in 2012, right? And already, well, I've known about them for years, the Luma wallets, but now there's a high-end place doing it. There's other people doing it. You had to know that only happened because people's identities got stolen their credit cards got stolen right that's the only reason the market opened up and someone went oh we got it. we can i know we'll we'll cover it with aluminum and then it'll block the signal brilliant <laughs> and some of the place they have little uh envelopes you can stick your cards in if you want to do it that way each individual credit card could have its own uh, little envelope to keep it of course your driver's licenses in many states are going to have it too Anyway, um, the bank is also upgrading its ATMs to accept chip cards. Some big-name retail is rolling out new systems as well. Target just finished setting up all of its stores to accept chip cards at its registers. Walmart and Sam's Club stores began accepting chip-embedded credit cards last November. What do you need to know about these chips? Here are five questions with answers.
4: Do you want to go through them or move on?
3: Will the magnetic stripe on the back go away? No. While major retailers are moving toward the chip terminals, many experts say smaller retailers are less likely to upgrade for some time. Two, what happens if I don't get a new chip card soon? Nothing really, said Jerry Detwelder at Credit.com. If you don't get a new chip card this fall, she said, you will still be able to use your current credit card.
4: Then why?
3: Well, in time, you won't. In time, they will be phased out.
4: I don't know why they're doing this.
3: It's because it's easier for them. I just told you, it moves things along for people checking out. And with these chips, what they're going to end up starting to do too is they're going to automate the checkout lanes, like we when we were in Colorado. They had that place. You could check your own stuff out. They
4: already have a lane like that in Walmart here in Butte.
3: Right, and you hit the card and you leave. That moves things along. They have to hire less people. Uh,
4: Automation Correct That's why
3: Yep Automation is good for convenience It's not good for jobs No But they tend to open up other jobs And you just have to be willing to flow with the market But it's not a free market So I understand it's very difficult
4: Uh, Look, number three was embedded When you changed it right up there
3: Yeah, there's number three What do you mean I changed it?
4: Well, you were messing with the copy
3: I wasn't messing with the copy Number three How do I know if I have a chip card? Look at the front of your card on the left-hand side. Do you see a small metallic gold or silver-looking rectangle? Possibly above the first four digits of your credit card number. That's the chip. The chip only provides extra security with a chip-enabled device. If you swipe, the extra level of security is not present. Four, what kinds of mishaps can happen with the new chip cards? Consumers have to learn a new payment process, but it's not really rocket science. It's a quick transaction, said Randy Hargrove, a spokesman for Walmart in Bentville, Arkansas. Uh, once you do it the first time, it's certainly an easy transaction. I remember Bentonville, Arkansas. They got a Walmart now? Consumers must they just need to get used to doing doing things slightly differently at the store. Some stores once allowed you to swipe your card long before the clerk ran up the entire cart. The chip system is different. You need to wait to insert the card in the reader until all your items are rung up. The reason? The transaction itself is part of the coding process. You have to wait until everything has been totaled up, said Michael Moser, Director of Payment Practices for Javelin Strategy and Research. You also have to wait a while for the process. Some clerks have had to tell customers to keep the card on in the reader until they hear a beep or get another signal. Some shoppers think you can put the chip card in and pull it out of the reader quickly, and that's not the case. You must leave the card in the reader until prompted to take it out. You're, you're going to sign. You're, you're going to sign for the purchase if a signature is required while the card is in the reader too. Moser is concerned that some consumers might forget to take the card out, particularly if they're in a hurry. But again, terminals give off a beep or a might flash to let you know the transaction has been authorized and to remember to take the card. Also, the chip isn't going to help right now with online sales. The EMV chip technology is intended to combat card present. Fraud in stores specifically counterfeit cards, Mosner said unfortunately, the chip technology is not applied to online purchases there the physical card is not used in the transaction uh, isn't that kind of obvious that I have to say that uh, I think we all know how to buy things online by now
4: and that's what we do most of our pur- you know major purchases we do or, <coughs> or we'll have it where shipped- Walmart no <laughs> online or we'll have it shipped to store we do that a lot at Walmart. And staples. And
3: staples. Yeah, um, Walmart started carrying specialty tires online, shipped to store. I couldn't believe it. I saved about $150 on buying two tires get it through Walmart. I Yeah, I know. I, I called the other tire places in town. There's only one tire I was interested in um, that they have available right now. And none of them could... Most of them couldn't get the tire. The ones that could, couldn't even come near the price. I mean, even I was willing to pay a little extra, but they weren't even in the ballpark. And he even said, he said, if you can get those tires for that price, you you should buy as many tires as you can. Because that's below his cost.
4: I know. I found that weird.
3: (laughs) Well, there's not a lot of markup on tires. It's all the mounting and balancing and changing the tires and back rotating the tires it's the service is where the money's at ah service and rims rims they make money at. Uh, that's why they're always trying to sell your rims
4: <clears throat> all right well we're done with this
3: i thought so i was done for a long time oh wait there's we forgot five what is the october deadline what i'm hearing about the news uh, October first, merchants that have not updated point-of-sale devices to recognize chips will be held liable if there is fraud at the register in the store uh, if the bank has issued cards with chips. Wow! Nice.
4: I know. That's. I'm glad you did that. I forgot that last one because I've read that too and was oh, great. So you're penalizing, you're making the merchants do this whether they yeah. want to oh, or yeah. not. Oh
3: yeah! Oh yeah! Because they're they're the ones that have to pay out. Remember. Mostly you're covered, except for 50 bucks for fraud. If someone takes a card, does some with it, they you can prove it wasn't you. Then you're covered. You won't have to pay more than 50 bucks. That's pretty much the standard. So the fraud is costing them billions, millions of dollars, and they want it. They want to cut it down. They never. They know they're not going to get rid of it. By the way, they just are trying to cut it down so they can make more profit. I don't know how they're not making profits. They're always sending me credit cards for 23% interest. Y'all are paying 23% interest, really? If my card went over 10%, I canceled it. Well, they're all canceled now. End of show. Oh, no. And we didn't get to the robotic foot.
4: (laughs) I'll put it in the next show. No, because this is pretty cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen.
3: This has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bottom from Uncooperative You're listening on cooperative radio.com and say goodnight, Susan.
4: Good night, Susan. And we're out of here.